You already know what we be rocking. We rocking those Tito knives. And I got to give my man Luke over there some major props. I personally love his new drop on a knife called the Tito Air. Some call it Tito Air. Some call it Tito Air. I don't care. It's a bomb-ass knife, and I love it. Uh, guys, check them out at TitoKnives.com. And when you're at the checkout, use our code GU15. Okay, the cat is out of the hat. And, yes, that's right. We have teamed up with Sig Sauer. And there's nothing better than teaming up with the best of the best in the business. And I'm talking anywhere from their optics, firearms, and ammunition. Me, personally, I've been rocking the Zulu 9s for the binos, and I am loving them. Me, I think they're the alpha of the glass. For the fraction of price that you pay for, guys, check them out, the Zulu 9s. But I must say, I went down to the Six Sour Games, and I got introduced to the Zulu 6s. And I had no idea their technology was so advanced. And I'm talking about their stabilization. You guys hit a switch on these binos and bam, it's all smooth. No rocking, no motion, nothing. It is. And you know how heavy I breathe. I'd be breathing heavy and I'd just be tired and I pull my glass and it's just wobbly all over. And I hit the switch, bam, it's clear. It's like being on a tripod. Guys, check them out. Their technology is off the charts and i'm talking anywhere from you know their rifle scopes to their range finders uh they all introduced the new bdx system guys check them out support a company that supports your favorite podcast sixhour.com damn cody everybody be liking what we're doing with this bullhorn app yeah what's not to like man you get to text you get to call in you get to run your mouth with your favorites every episode man we love it I love the interaction we get with our uh, listeners. Guys, if you guys want to become a part of your favorite podcast, download the app, bullhorn.fm, your podcast app. This podcast is brought to you by Cryptic, the best hunting and fishing outdoor tactical gear on the planet. That's right. I said it, on the planet. That is why I wear it and my team wears it. Guys, check out cryptech.com, and when you go to the checkout, type in our code, GLADIATORS. That's all capital letters, GLADIATORS, to save that money. Cryptech.com. This podcast is brought to you by Kafaro International. It's gear for life. Extreme hunting products, packs, frames, tents, shelters, sleeping systems, stoves, and more. Did I mention it's American-made? Love it, America. America. Hey, guys, check them out. It's kafaro.net. All right, since we're going to... Let me hold on real quick. I'm gonna, we're going to jump right into this shit because I need to know what's going on, okay? All right, ready? You good? What's going you on? Good? What? Yeah. I can sense your apprehension. What up, what up, what up, what up? Saturday night. We are back in the studio. Back at my place. AKA <laughs> hey, 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 back at my place. Uh, we got Skinny Code running the Bullhorn app. What up? We got my man Wendell back running some cameras, making us look good. Shit. Tomas, man. Job security is going away, bro. Job security is going away. Uh, but I, I definitely got to say this, Wendell. You came in last night. You fucking. Showed up, grabbed the camera, 
you you hit it out of the park, bro. You you hit it out of the park. So I appreciate your your uh, all your skills redoing the the studio, and you know I, I appreciate you. I'm talking about you, Wendell. He's all getting all vile, shy and shit. Fucking white people. <laughs> ah, and tonight's guest, long time, good friend, great friend. The guy that married me and my wife away, um, Ben, I'm dude, I don't know. He was probably, he was like a, I don't know, I would say a true friend, one of the first ones that I met down here when I moved to Colorado. Um, he was even a popo back then. And I still allowed him in my circle because, you know, you got to keep those motherfuckers close. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but, no, he's been good. You you met his dad. I've had his dad on here, uh, Richard Dare. And we got Brian Adair here across the table from me. And I'm going to promise you guys this. you probably hear some stories tonight that um, will make you laugh and giggle and be like, question, like, why am I listening to this motherfucker again? No. And why why is Brian friends with him? Yeah, why why is Brian friends with him? I mean, he he seems like he got his shit together, but eh, maybe not. But yeah, anyways, Brian, thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. Been a long time, man. I uh, I I honestly um, I can't say like I, I you know I want the whole crew on here eventually, and I want to do it, but man, I'm trying to keep a reputation around here. You It'll know, be what a I'm six saying? hour. Six hour episode. Oh, dude, it's it's too bad. It's it's, it's crazy. But um, the one thing I want to say is, dude, what is going on in the fucking world right now? Okay, and I know, I know, I know where your guys's politics beliefs are and everything. But what mm, what the fuck is there? UFCs? I mean, UFCs, UFOs. For sure, there's a UFOs. Are you Thank you me? very much, Cody. No. Cody, is there no. UFOs? No, Dude, I got inside knowledge. Come no, on. You don't know anything. <laughs> I got inside knowledge on the UFOs. Dude, no. I'm telling you right now, there's UFOs. No, and I know that. Like, based no, on what? Based on what? I'm just saying, dude. Fucking Area 51. Area no. 50. Fucking one. No. Independence Day, bro. No. Watch it. No. It's true. You're wrong. Do you agree? UFOs are real. I mean, do you really think that there is other life forms out there? You'd, you'd be ignorant. Sorry, codes. <laughs> Not to think that there's something else. Where? That whole where? the universe. Where? where? I mean, where? everywhere. Where? where? Space, dude. Come on. It's space. Come on, dude. I'm telling you, dude. Take some of those shrooms in that motherfucking fridge <laughs> <laughs> in there. <laughs> you fucking get my level, dog. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying is, so I know there's all kinds of shit going on, balloons, spy balloons, this and that. But goddamn it, dude, I really feel like some shit's about to happen, and I don't know if it's aliens, fucking war, politics, fucking what's going on. I just know where I'm thinking. I really think there's a fucking another uh, dimension out there, and they're coming trying to take our shit. Dude, if they wanted to take our shit, they would have taken our shit. If they travel it, thousands and millions of life year, or light years already, yeah, it, and they had the technology to do that, they'd wipe us out before we even knew it. Very true, very true. But I mean, I, I'm just saying they're yeah. they're maybe they're just 
you know, what'd you say? What'd I was going to say, you got to think, if Brian Adair is our first line of defense as a cop, then we're fucked. Fucked. Ex-cop. Hey, Ex-cop. Hey, scared, that's why I got out. You knew the shit was about to hit, huh? You knew it, huh? Sixteen years was enough for me, buddy. Sixteen so, years was enough. So, okay, let, let's 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 back this up. Uh, Brian has been shit. How long have we been friends, down, Brian? Two thousand seven. Okay, damn, you are precise. Uh, Two thousand seven. Because it's when I first. It's right when I became a cop and I joined your gym to learn jujitsu. Yep. Which was probably your whole law enforcement should have mm-hmm. learned hand-to-hand combat, mm-hmm. period. I think yeah. every every department, I don't care what department you're in, police, should firefighter, it should be mandatory. It should be mandatory. I mean, uh, God damn, you, you were one of the good ones. Um, but, I mean, here's the thing. I, I You served uh, for the PD here in Colorado uh, for 16 years? Yep. And you just recently got out, and you're on other things, bigger, better things. Um, and I don't. I we'll get into a little bit of that too, uh, because I want commission on some of the shit that when it hits. <laughs> thank, thank God for having good friends, man. <laughs> but um, you know, so I I guess maybe this is where we'll get into the podcast. Where I want to know, um, do you miss it? No, zero percent. Zero. Zero. Um, only thing I really miss is all the discounts and cool shit I could get. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so right before I left, I started stocking up on cool shit. So you can just tell people you're a cop. What's that? So you can just keep telling people you're a cop. That's what I do. No, you got to show you're it. You're going to get, get in trouble, dog. About that stolen valor. Fucking <laughs> 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 only this fucking guy would say that, right? He sits all the way over there talking shit. <laughs> He's the quarter guy, right? So I make the big bucks for him, <laughs> He's over here in the quarter fucking talking shit. Uh, uh, so, so that, I mean, I, this is one thing I will say, because I got a sister, you know, Jen, mm-hmm. yep. that's in the in law enforcement. She's a cop in Nebraska, and uh, I want her to get out, too. I really do. Uh, I, I, I There was a point in uh, probably your career that you were proud and and could not wait to go to work. Absolutely, 100%. I loved that job for probably 13 years. Oh, so that's way longer than I thought you would, Yeah, for, honestly. For 13 years, I loved it. I mean, i I very prideful in my work. Um, I'll tell you what changed me the most, though, was having my little girl. Mm. That was where it was like thinking of myself driving home, you know, driving to work and thinking, was that the last time that I ever kissed my little girl goodbye? Mm-hmm. Missing stuff because you work crazy hours. Um, work crazy days. You miss birthdays because you work holidays and birthdays and everything else. And that was where it, my little girl is when it kind of started eating at me a little bit. Yep. And like, I guess when it all comes down to it is like, I, and I, it just, this is kind of weird because I, and I've, I've known you for so long and, and everything, but I have known you as a, as the, as the good hearted person. Like you have always you know, obviously you're a family person. Um, and I think that's kind of like why we get along so well. Like we understand each other. Like it does that. So like when you were going in to the job before 13 years ago, when you loved it and obviously before you had a family and wife and this and that, I mean, you guys got to realize I was this guy, he married, (laughs) we asked him to marry, uh, me and my wife, 
uh i was in his wedding um i mean like we 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 literally were boys i mean we got what, some what shit do you, what, what do you mean we're boys i mean boys we are boys i mean sometimes i mean sometimes i i only <laughs> i will you know sometimes i only use you because you were a cop <laughs> <laughs> i need an escort coming R- home rides home and shit <laughs> But hey, anyways, uh, we won't get into that. But anyways, I will say this: um, thirteen years ago, when you said you were really loved it, mm-hmm. what was the the perks of like? What did you really was your satisfying of the job? The cr- the crazy shit you saw and got to do, which like, was, I mean, banging hoes. <laughs> no, no. You want to no get out of the speedy ticket? <laughs> you want to get out of the speedy ticket? It's baby? called click it or lick it, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> is that what you guys call it? Damn, no, 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 no. you got like busted rise up in here. You, no, you know my morals, but I was. I know, uh, um, but damn it, dude, that's why I could never be a cop. No morals. <laughs> I mean, I got morals, but god damn it, I got more nut nowadays than I did 13 years but, ago. But I'll, I will tell you, I became a worse driver being a cop mm. because you're so used to people getting out of your way and getting places fast and stuff like that so it's being a good driver went out the window yeah really easy because you're, 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 you're just used to it man yeah you just got to get to a to b like boom yeah yeah i guess that would be that would be the the perks of things when you need to go and like you know and like now and like so even if you got pulled over now before you could pull out your badge, and be like, "Hey, listen, I'm just a regular person now." Dude. And now you just, you, fuck, I don't even know if you're regular now, dog. No. <laughs> Is that different for you to handle? No, man. To be honest, I I haven't thought about it since I started the new gig. Really? I haven't, haven't thought about it once. I miss. I thought that my wife and I thought that she thought for sure I was going to have a hard time letting go over stuff because I I loved the crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I like looked forward to for so long. I mean, shit, I got hired when I was 24 years old, turned 25 in the Academy. So it's like that, that's all I wanted to do was see and do the craziest shit. I mean, I mean, yeah, the craziest shit available. Right. And, uh, she was like, you're going to have a hard time getting, getting over that. Yeah. Zero. I, I mean, I'm not kidding. I sleep better. I feel better. I eat better. My mood is better. I mean, it's 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 crazy what that job does to you, man. Yeah, it's it's I, insane. And, I, and you don't know it while you're in it, right? No, no. You you don't see it because that's who you are, and you've you've been doing it for so long, and you don't realize. I mean, it, it's taken me probably the the last two months to be like, holy shit, I was a totally different person. So now, when was your last day as as a, a law enforcement? Say it was like August twelfth or something like that. So August sometime. Not even a year yet. Mm-mm. Damn. Yeah. And you're already feeling that much comfortable. Oh, just way better. Okay. Okay. Way, so way, that's way that, that, that that's crazy because um, I guess what I, what I'm getting at is like, you know, there's a lot of good things about being a cop. Like me growing up. I mean, you know my family and Absolutely. you know everything. We grew up respecting the law. Yeah. Right? Like, you you fuck around and you're going to find out. Right? <laughs> Period. Right? I mean, that's just the way it is. Um, my my dad, mom, always taught us, you know, you respect them, first responders. It doesn't matter who the fuck sure. they are. Military, yeah. 
you respect your elders, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. And obviously the guy that's fucking uh doing the doing the job, right? So I guess when in that thirteen years was that that was a kind of did you get a lot of that respect and then after thirteen years no, you. So when you first get into it, and I was young and just yeah, you were like a baby, crazy, right? I I didn't even know what the hell I wanted to do with my life. I actually promised my mom's side of the family, so my mom and my grandma, and you know my dad. Yeah, my dad was all for it. As soon as I said I wanted to be a cop, you know he was a marine and and in the marines and it, everything was. He was like, "Yep, you need to do it. You need to do it." Um, and he was probably my biggest supporter through all of that. I promised my mom, my mom, and so funny story, when I actually passed my background check to get hired, um, they called the house, and I was so young, I was still, I was living at home because I was in the uh, police academy. And you had no money either. No money. <laughs> and, and they called and, uh, they called and left a message. And my mom's side of the family, my mom and my grandma, my aunt, didn't know that I was applying to be a police officer, and they left a message on my home machine saying, hey, you've passed to the final um, final portion of the of the hiring process. You need to come in and do an interview with the chief, blah, 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 blah. Well, they got that message before I did. Oh, shit, before you can. Before I got the message to home to the message machine? Yeah. And because when, when you're going through that hiring process, I mean, they, they know everything about you, right? Like yeah. they literally want to know everything about you. So they have your home number, your cell number, your blah, 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 blah. When you got laid first. Yeah. Yeah. First time. Still waiting. And, um, (laughs) he really uh, is. (laughs) And, um, he hasn't hit the bottom of anything yet. (laughs) Never will. (laughs) That's what I mean. You get along so well. (laughs) Hit the shit out of the side walls, though. So, uh, (laughs) um, so anyway, so it got to the, uh, it didn't get to me first. And oh my God, it was, it was like World War III in my, in my house. Because of this whole situation. Yeah, because they were like, you're stupid. Why are you putting your life on the line? Yeah. When you're young, you remember. Yeah. Dude, you like oh, I was a fighter. Yeah, you're, you're invincible, right? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, you, you think that's bad that's yeah. ever going to happen to you. And so anyways, um, I promised them that I would be out by the time I was 30. I said, I just want to figure out what I want to do with my life. Oh, no kidding. Yeah. I told my mom and my grandma that I'd I'd leave at 30. So I, I plan on putting five years in uh-huh. and be gone at 30. And then... Obviously, yeah, yeah things getting away, yeah, making money, doing this, and Absolutely. well, you were you were part of the SWAT team. I mean, you you did you did everything. Yep, I was part of the SWAT team. I was um, the riot team for when DNC was here. Yep, down in Denver, went down to the riots. Um, I did plain clothes like uh, undercover type stuff and detectives. I was a detective for yeah. several years um, as a dweeb. As a dweeb, yeah. Nerd. I was a nerd. <laughs> I'd go out looking to get beat up. Um, uh, you weren't trying to buy no crack. I no, guarantee you no, that. No, no. You were no. like, maybe, maybe like, hey, I'll suck some dick. A, a male prostitute. <laughs> oh, yeah. Got a uh, lot of arrests on that. No, I just played. <laughs> uh, but like, honestly, like, this is the thing, though. Like, you did a lot of things for the city. You Absolutely. did. You were part of a lot of things because I remember talking to you, and like when there was a lot of shit going on here, uh, the riots, everything, and then you were right in there doing it, and I was like, "Damn, dude, take care of yourself. Well, like, be careful." Like, no, and I, I remember you used to call or text yeah. and be like, "Hey, you know, I see the shit." Yeah. yeah, 
And uh, so the thing is, is when, when you get into that line of work, you think that people are going to be respected. I mean, because not everybody's built like us, right? Not, not raised, everybody was raised, raised like by us. Raised like us. And, That's it. and taught to to respect. Mm. And you think it's going to be that way, and it's the exact opposite. opposite. I, mean, it's, I mean, it's probably 60, 40, 60% not respecting yeah. you, you know? So... And that, and that and that's kind of like you got to realize where I came from, right? You know where I live. You've been in my house, my small town, mm-hmm. and like everybody respects everybody. I mean, don't get me wrong. There's some sure shitheads there too. Uh, but like when I came to the city, bro, I had no idea what the fuck I was getting myself into. <laughs> yeah. I really didn't. And there was probably times where I probably should have got my ass beat down. You know. Well, you remember Whatever. when when uh when we first started hanging out, you lived in what was it, Belmar? Yeah, but in Lakewood down yeah. there. Yeah, yep. the Belmar Towers or something like that. Yep. The Lakewood Towers. Yep. And remember I told you I was like, Man, you're in the hood, bro. Yeah, well, you're like I am. Yeah. <laughs> you look at it now, so Justin's like fucking uh ten minutes from that spot. Oh, it was it's a it's a little different now. Yeah, but so they did so here's the thing, there's a funny story. We we're in a, we're we're at this towers in at Belmar, right? It's totally redone now. Right, and uh, I come out on April or uh, Easter, Easter Sunday, and we go out the night before, right? And I went, and I knew we were fucking good. We didn't do anything. We, you know, we do our regular Maloney spill deal, uh, and then we just go home. And we had fucking great times. Yeah. And I get this fucking knock on the fucking door, the apartment door, and they fucking said, "Who owns the Black Dodge?" Remember I had the Dodge at the time? And uh, I said, I do, sir, because there was a cop coming knock on the door. They're like, you need to come with us. And I'm like, what the fuck did I do last night? I didn't do shit. Then I started thinking. I'm like, damn, how many fucking Jager bombs did I have? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I started thinking, did I do something wrong? And they're like, you own the Black Dodge, right? Like, yeah, it's parked out here. Like, yeah, I come out. It's all on center blocks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all of them. All on center blocks. That was one time. The next time, they took that motherfucker like three blocks away and stripped everything. Everything from me, dude. Yeah, and I was like, fuck this place. I don't, that's why I don't even like leaving my car even at Justin's. Yeah. I don't. Well, you remember, uh, you remember when I used to go, when I was on graveyards, I used to go spend like, Kalina hated us, dude. (laughs) Your wife hated us, bro. I know. And I do. We, that's why people but, don't realize. But do you like, remember when my Jeep got broken into in front yeah, of your house? Yeah. And then, it, and then it was like two weeks later, and your back window got smashed out. And that was at the. Uh, so that was at the, the on 120th yeah. up there in Westminster yeah. area on uh, I-25. And so, so for everybody that's listening, uh, that was when I first moved into Denver. This guy come picked up. Remember me and Tony J? Yep. You come pick us up. We'd go down and hang out. And like this guy had a Jeep and I didn't I didn't want to drive in the fucking city. I didn't know. I didn't fuck dude. You guys gotta realize like I had Dwayne Lowey drive me around for like two weeks because I didn't want to drive to Red Rocks. I didn't know anywhere on I twenty five. I was scared I was white knuckled driving this fucking truck, dude. I didn't want to drive I didn't know how to drive in the city. I did it. I was a bitch ass. <laughs> motherfucker dude i was i was a bitch ass motherfucker i was scared to drive anywhere and um so when they said like hey man let's go out and hang out and i was like cool where are we going we were there <laughs> like well come pick me up <laughs> and he did he, he would come pick us up uh and we would go obviously uh 
I got baptized in to Denver with these guys, and it was I could not have asked for a better time, uh, a better group of guys that um, I mixed myself with. Honestly, because obviously we're still here. Yeah, oh yeah. I'm 42 years old. I'm fucking. Um, I mean, how old were you when you met me? 25. Yeah, 25. Okay, so I was probably Seven, 26 almost 17 years ago. Yeah, then I was 26 then 16, when I met you. Yeah, so fuck, we've been that long. Yep. Yeah, hanging out and um, it just shows you like me and you have uh, you know, not only experienced the fucking younger part of us and. And do anything, but you guys were like literally through my whole career, mm-hmm. fighting career, and I I felt like I was part of your career in law enforcement and blah blah blah, doing this and that. We've just we've been together for a long time and um, shared so many memories. And I I guess that's kind of where you know the whole the whole podcast where I wanted to go with you is talk about is like the whole like experience of like nowadays it's hard to find friendship dude i really do i really think it's hard to find a a a true friend a a true guy that has a good heart um i say that and i surround myself with them every day i i say that dude but i i have a lot of listeners listen to this and i say this in 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 the most humble way if you fucking listen, if you are surrounding yourself with fucking turd balls, some <laughs> turd balls, you're gonna get turd balls. But if you surround by yourself by guys that want to fucking do better and be better and be better for you and or trying to help out or better each other, if you if I can't bounce something better off to be better for Cody or whatever or or help Wendell do something, I need to be slapped. Yeah. Because these guys are doing so much for me. Like, they try to help me out. Like, he was here earlier trying to help me out, do this and that. And, you know, it's just, it's it, it's weird because I was, where, where I'm going with this is you're that person, Brian. You're that person that um, I can count on. You live an hour away from me, and I know if I needed you, you could, you'll show up. Do you remember that time you called me? Ah, <laughs> fuck, which time, dude? <laughs> so one time Luke calls me, and he, he uh it's probably 1130 at night and it's on my day off. And we, we hadn't, we always, I mean, we literally went out three nights a week, every single week. And he called me and we didn't go out for whatever reason it was. And Luke calls me, it's like 1130 at night. And he goes, Hey, he goes, I need you to bail me out of jail. And I go, are you fucking kidding me? He's like, no dude, I need you to bail me out of jail. So I'm like, shit. So I get up, start, start getting my shit together. And I'm literally walking to my Jeep. Luke calls me back and he goes, he goes, were you really coming? I said, fuck yeah, I'm getting my Jeep right now. And he goes, oh, I'm just fucking with you, dude, but I'm hammered. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I didn't know where I was going. I didn't he was know. so pissed at me, I was, dude. I was like, well, come over and play some zombies, some COD with me. <laughs> Motherfucker told me he was in jail, and I'm like, oh, I get up. I'm already in bed. I'm getting up to go bail him out He really did. And that's when I kind of realized, and, you know, my dumb ass, drunk, young, 
you know, and I just wanted to see where his fucking card was at. You know what I mean? Like, he was about to get cut. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, he was about to make the fucking varsity squad no more. When I was like, one of two things. Either I was his first phone call, so I got to go, or nobody else answered, so I got to go. It's one of the two. <laughs> that was one, probably true. One, one of the two. <laughs> You're lucky there wasn't FaceTime back then. No shit, huh? <laughs> I'd have said FaceTime me and prove it. <laughs> I know. Uh, uh, but, yeah, so, like, we were talking about uh, – this drink break is brought to you by KillCliff.com, energy that doesn't suck. KillCliff is the clean energy drink with no sugar and 150 milligrams of clean caffeine. Now with 100% more winning because losing sucks and losing is for losers. Did I mention it's totally American and a proud partner of the Navy SEAL Foundation? Guys, check them out. KillCliff.com. Type in our code GU15. You know how things have changed since when you started, uh, you know, being in, uh, you know, law enforcement from a SWAT and this and that and being respected and this and that and how where I said where I grew up. This is where we did it. And I I am I'm so proud that you did that. I am proud that you you served. You did this and that. But uh, I'm proud that you're out, man. I, I don't think any less of you. I don't think. Uh, any more of you obviously but hey uh I, i'm proud of you because you did it and uh i think where i want to get into this is like how much has has from today changed in that 13 years that you said you didn't love it no more well first of all i want to say that it was i'm very proud of doing it for as long as i did um it was a hard thing to walk away from but easy to um I, I loved it. I took I took it very serious, and it was a very respectable job. And that's one thing that I thought that I I was gonna miss was going into a job that you didn't. I mean, there's there's not a lot of people signing up. There's not a lot of people that can be a cop, um, especially nowadays. Oh yeah. So, but the thing is, as far as what changed is, I mean, it's everything changed from the police department changed to. Um, just society. Um, I mean, we're, when I first started, it wasn't, we weren't as demonized and we weren't the enemy as much. I mean, we were the enemy with certain people, but now it's like you, you can do right in every single thing you do and you're still going to end up on the news. Yeah. You know? Um, and that's now, I mean, now you can get sued for anything. Yeah. I mean, there's. There's a police officer right now that got into a shooting, and the guy, one of the the bullet that struck the suspect, actually broke in two. Yep. Injured somebody else, and they admitted that that was a factory defect in the bullet. Now, and that wasn't the cop's fault, and the cop's still getting sued for hitting somebody else with the bullet that. See to that me, exited. that's crazy. And it's like, so, if that's me, if that's me. And you're the cop. This is just me. And don't get me wrong. I'm going to try to get a little pension. You know what I mean? But God damn it. You really got to be like, hey, man, this cop has a family too. He's fucking serving to protect them. He's, go he's shooting the bad guy. Mm -hmm. He's shooting the bad guy and a, a fragment came on you. God damn it. Guess what? And and that's, I, it's just different. And that's the hard thing is right now everything's money, right? Yeah, everything. I mean, so everybody just wants kind of their piece of the pie or whatever for whatever it is. And I'm not saying it's right or wrong. I'm just saying it's so publicized now that um, 
that we're so demonized because of everything. Yeah. Or, and people don't realize we're making decisions. Drop of a hat. Well, yeah, Split second got a decisions. fucking gun. Split second decisions. And then you have to live with those consequences. And once again, like I said, I'm not saying that they're every, you know, all cops are right um, all the time. But as all I'm saying is the, that's why not everybody can be a cop is because you see a lot of people fail out with failing to make any decision, not a good decision, not a bad decision in training. You see, you see cops that fail to make any decision at all. Yeah. And that will get you and or somebody else, whether it be your partner or the public killed if you don't make that split decision. Yeah. You know, split second decision. And to me, that's, um, I mean, I, like I said, man, like I'm always, I'm, you know, I'm always on the team for the cops. I, I really am. I really, and I have met some shitty ass cops. I have met. I have two, bud. I am. I'm sure you have have too. And I've met some shitty ass cops, but I don't give a shit. Fuck them. Maybe that was they had a bad day that day. I don't know. That's the impression or whatever. Um, but regardless, I have met way more fucking downright cool ass dudes, cool cops that I would do anything for. Sure, I would do. You know what I mean? And um, I have just always been on that whole um, bandwagon of uh, respect the cops, listen to the cops, obey the cops. Because here, when it all comes down to it, is when you need help, who are you gonna fucking call? Yep. You know what I mean? Like I, I hate this whole thing nowadays. Is oh fuck the police, fuck this. I mean, that was back in the NWA days too. But either way, is like you know you always bitch about the cops, like they're always wrong. And don't get me wrong, there's bad cops everywhere. There's bad apple in any job you do. Sure. There's bad people anywhere, but. Every time, you know, you're you know you're like pissed off, you don't want the cops, you hate the cops, but the first times, you know, you, you, you need help, who are you going to call? The cops. You hate the fucking guns, you hate this and that, but why are you calling the cops? Because they're the ones with the gun. Right. I To me, this is where I, I just I have a hard line of... Um, understand a lot of those fucking people because it's just not cool with me because i'm like man you want to bitch and moan at all every single one and point your finger at them and say this and that and 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 riot and do this and that and blah 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 but when it's your turn you need help and you don't have that gun in your procession and to protect you or or whatever you're 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 trying to call 911 for the guy that you're bitching at that need the help. Well, so, and to go back to, like, the riots and blah, 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 everything, the the crazy thing is, like I said, I'm not saying that there hasn't been fucked up shit that's happened or cops that made the wrong decision and so on and so forth. But the thing is, is there's, it, I will tell you that the hardest thing in the world to get used to, and especially when you're going into the police force, is they actually... It, you, I don't want to say, I don't want to say it wrong because it's not brainwashing, but they make you feel like you're so good mm-hmm. and you're doing the right thing because you are. But the hardest thing to do is run toward gunfire when everybody else is running wow. away. And In so fact, that's what I'm saying is when you call the cops, 
to come do whatever it is that you're calling for them to do. And yeah. then, so, I mean, if you think about it, think about this. What's the one thing in this world in that society can't move on without? You can live without doctors. You're just not going to live as long. People are going to die a silly shit, right? Yeah. You can, firefighters, shit's just going to burn. burn down. And I love firefighters. I love paramedics. Yeah. I love all. Yeah. But you call the cops when something goes wrong. Otherwise, it'd be complete anarchy because you'd go take somebody's big screen TV instead of going and buying oh, one. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, so the thing is, is we're defending people that can't defend themselves. And obviously, I'm not referring to, like, the military because yeah. they're doing it overseas, right? Yeah. They're they're, yeah. they're basically saving our ass overseas. Yep. Yeah. And the cops are just the ones doing it here yep. and i mean whether it be cops or you know wh- whatever yeah whatever type of first responder what, you are what was that question you asked me just now what was that who what could you what could society go without i was gonna say i mean pussy. what what's the what's the one thing society couldn't go without? <laughs> i was gonna say pussy. okay what's the two things society couldn't go without <laughs> I mean, maybe that's just me, but I was gonna say pussy, but hey, you got any? You got any uh, female listeners? Oh yeah. All right, watch your mouth then. I know female <laughs> listeners, but they're down for that pussy because they, you know what I'm saying? Because they know, they know. What do we get for ten dollars? Everything you want. Everything. <laughs> Everything. Everything. Uh, but that's what I'm saying is like honestly, uh, I. It is it is so hard now to be a cop. Oh, it is, I think it's so hard to be anything. Um, first responders now, especially with like when COVID hit, and like, dude, dude, they all still gotta wear masks. Dude, my wife has to wear mask all the time, and, and it's it's hard. So I always told myself when I stopped enjoying it is when I would get out. Yeah, and so it took me a little push. Obviously, have my little girl and stuff, but. Um, if you're not enjoying it, and that's like any job, right? But that's a crucial job because you will make mistakes or you will have missteps in a job like that. Yeah. If you're not happy and you're not, you know, it, you're not operating at the the correct speed that you should be and the correct mind frame. So, um, but it's, I, I totally agree with you. Right now is a very, very hard time for all of them. <laughs> hard, dude. And, and and you and I both have friends that you've introduced me to that I know now, and I've you know me being in in the MMA game, and I've tons of guys that's law enforcement from different branches or whatever, uh, military, whatever. Dude, it's hard to be them too. It's hard to be anybody in uh, a first responder period. Absolutely. I'm, I'm I'm just saying like it, it is great, and um, I will say this though. I'm I'm so thankful for them because, dude, when, you know, God forbid my fucking, I got a heart attack right now. Who's going to come and try to save me? A fucking somebody. Cody gets mouth to mouth. I'll do compressions. Oh, dude, I don't know. He's had some dick in that motherfucker. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Shit. <laughs> but, you know what I mean? Uh, I, I just, honestly, man, I just cannot express. And this is where I was just going with this podcast because I, I didn't do it when you were a cop. I didn't do it when I had plenty of opportunities to do it. And I knew we couldn't talk about some a lot of shit because that's that's your job, man. That was your job. And now you moved on. And uh, now we can have a little uh, a beer across the table and, and, um, and do this. And I just, 
maybe maybe now it, it it's cool. Um, you know, did you you remember seeing uh um like uh who what was that movie uh when you took money uh what movie was that uh when uh, mm, when you took money when no when uh, uh like a cop can fucking pull over somebody uh American gangster okay. So you remember Denzel, right? Uh, are I'm you going talking cra- about Training Day? No, no, no. I know Training Day. That was the worst this, description ever for any so, fucking movie. So listen, listen, fool. <laughs> I'm going here with this. So like when you pull somebody over and they had like a shitload of money in their trunk, right? And somebody fucking says, you're going to turn in all this money or are you going to take some of that money? Dude, I found a duffel bag with $30,000 in it before. Well, it, I shouldn't say I found it. We watched a guy ditch it, and uh-huh. then we went back with a dog and sniffed for it. Yeah. But we took some pictures in the, with the dog and $30,000. So, I mean, so really it was probably like eighty. <laughs> no, no, no. Because <laughs> here's the thing, and this is what I used to tell people all the time, especially like when I was training people and stuff. Uh-huh. Here's the deal is, so because, I mean, none that I worked with, but there's there's some shitty cops out there that probably yeah. do some shitty things, right? Yeah. But here's Especially like cities even, and shit like that. Even if you took that thirty grand, is that thirty grand worth your whole entire pension and your whole entire? So it's it's not. That's, that's no, that's, no. That's easy. Absolutely not. No. But at Hell the no. same time, shit, fools be struggling out here. You know what I'm saying, dog? I I could not be a cop. I'm gonna tell you that right now. You give me titties and ass and money, fuck. I'm crooked as fuck. We used to call them badge bunnies or holster sniffers. Really? I'm telling you, dude. I'm telling you. I, I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm telling you. Dude, this is straight up, dude. This is my calling, podcaster. <laughs> I can tell the truth on this. And we don't even know how you're doing it. I don't either. I really don't know how I'm doing this. Here, I do have to tell you one of the funniest stories ever, though. So I pulled this guy over, and I was young. I was on, uh, I think it was probably my first year. Uh-huh. Probably my first few months, bro. Pull this guy over on the highway. It's probably 3 o'clock in the morning. I'm working graveyard shift. I pull this guy over, and he's going 100, I mean, 100 miles an hour. Uh-huh. And so I'm like, damn, that, I mean, he passed me like nothing. And so I turn my lights on just thinking he's he's on his way. Home, China. And so I turn, his, turn my lights on thinking he's not even going to pull over. Well, he pulls right over, get up to the dude, rolls down his window, and I say, hey, you know, I say who I am, officer, Blah, yeah. blah, 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 the city I'm with. And I go, you know why I pulled you over? And he looks me dead in the eyes and he goes, because you're a pig. <laughs> and, I, dude, I, I was just, I, I just sat there and I stared at him and I was like, okay, slow down. I had nothing. I, I could have been a dick. I could have been like, give me your license. Right. But I was like, damn, that was witty as fuck. That guy had been waiting all night to say something like that. He was thinking of it as I was walking up. He, he not drunk, and nothing. Nothing. No, I mean, I walk up and I'm like, you know why I pulled you over? Yeah, because you're a pig. I'm like, <laughs> all right, be on your way. Slow the fuck down. Oh my god, you got bugged. <laughs> it was a good, dude. It was a good the one. Academy needs it, a fucking it was, it was a good one, man. I was like, I never heard that shit before. So, because, I was like, uh, right, be yeah. on your way. So dude. you popped your cherry on that one because I probably you probably heard that a lot. Then after that, no, that was the wittiest one. That I mean, it was like he didn't think about anything. Yeah, he, he wasn't nervous about saying it. It was just so a matter of fact. Boom. He was like, yeah, because you're a pig. I'm like, fair enough. Okay, have so, a good night. So, so that that kind of brings me up to something I want to ask you because this is something that would never, ever fly with me. Me being a cop, and I pull somebody over, or 
I'm in a house, get called to a disturbance or whatever, and I got to take a guy or a woman or whatever, and somebody spits in my face. How many times have you been spit in the face? Well, I've been spit on several times, but you just arrest them. I can't do that, dude. That's when I would become a bad cop. <laughs> yeah, you're straight up. You gotta just take you it. Just, I mean, you they get arrested, but you can't pummel somebody for spit no, in your face. no, dude. I just can't do that, dude. That's to me. I would rather fucking have them fucking hit me in the face, or fucking slap me, poke me in the eye, nut kick me. I don't give a fuck. But don't spit in my face. That would be that's. I could not do a cop. I couldn't. I, I, dude. I'm telling you, man. I, I don't know. I think I'm just made for war. Well, I mean, let me let me tell you about this one. Okay. How about having so. We have a. Uh, we used to have these. You could see into the holding cells, right? Mm-hmm. Before they went up to the big jail. Have a. Have a guy just freaking. He starts. He takes off all his clothes and he starts just wiping shit all over the cameras so shit. we can't watch him. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's he's shitting in his hand and wiping it on the cameras so we can't see in there. But he doesn't realize that it's a double-sided glass, right? Two-way we mirror. Can, yeah, yeah. We, we can – or, yeah, two-way How expensive mirror. are those? I don't know. I don't buy the shit. I want to get some. Watch my wife, you know what I'm saying? I <laughs> mean – So, anyways, so – we go back there telling me better. Still shaking his head like, damn, what did I get we, myself into? We, we go back there telling me better knock his shit off. He yeah. just literally he, knock, yeah, his, knock shit his, off. his shit off. No pun intended. And we told him, hey, clean that shit. And he's fuck you, fuck you, come get me. Dude's about naked. Freaking starts shitting, swiping it all over himself. He's like, come get me. Ugh. Well, guess what? The dude's got to go to jail at some to the to the county jail at some point yeah. in time, right? So you got to go and get that motherfucker. Yeah. It's a shitty job. Literally. Dude. You know what I would have done? Shot him. I would have straight up no, shot him. No, you can't just shoot that. No, no. Bro. Hell no. Nah. I would have shooting on that water hose, though. That fire hose. I would have definitely fucked him up and washed his ass off with that. That's what I... But, uh, you know, that's the movies. That's the movies of me. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I'm fucking... I would do some fucking shit. Dude. I'm telling you right now. Like, they need to have, like, a... Uh, Secret Service type, like Dirty Boys, <laughs> like come in. They call and they be like, "All right, yeah, this is above D A I." Wait, D D E A. Yeah, that's what I meant. Did you just say D I A? I was thinking, you know, the Bronco D I A shit. <laughs> but but you know what I mean, like above federalities, <laughs> above it all. You know what I mean, like guys that come in to fuck them best up. Best of the best. Best of the best. Best of the best. Like, you can't fuck with them. No, that shit ain't cool, man. You know what I mean? Like, you can't fuck with them. They need that in all countries. Yeah, you, you got to have a long fuse when you're a cop. I can't do that. I, I know don't, you can't. I, know I you couldn't can. do that. Yeah, I, I seriously, like, wins. There's some times where I was like, man, I need this money. I can't fuck this. Jeopardize. Dude, the guy threw, threw a chair at me one time. Dude, he got his ass beat. But I went after him. I did. Thank God. Thank God nothing happened. And we, the fight went on. But that next day we fought. And all I could think about is how he disrespected me in front of my mom, <laughs> my my family at Wayans. It wasn't even about the game plan. Fuck the game plan. Well, so, I knew he was going to die. So look at it this way. And this is most most people never actually sit back and look at it this way. But police have 
a set of rules that we have to play by. Yeah. Criminals don't. So this is the latest one that I knew. Y'all don't follow motherfuckers in a high speed chase. Some places don't. Some places do. It depends on your municipality or your city. Really? Yep. Some some people chase for anything. Really? Unless it's changed since I've been out, but I because I, I just heard this the other day. Like they don't fucking chase because and, it's a hazard to yep. fucking society. And, and I'm like, dude, so this place the only is the only thing soft. when 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 so you're I, gonna let a motherfucker so, go? Well, well, here's the thing. So when I when I left, you could only chase for violent criminal or uh, violent felonies. So any shooting, stabbings, you know, stuff like that. If it was a DV or domestic violence or something like that, where what about a DUI? Because I'll be gone. <laughs> But here's the thing. So check this out. I mean, think about it though, because when that when that guy blows a red light and hits a bus full of nuns over a DUI, if you didn't chase him, would he have gotten a car accident? Because now you're liable for having your lights and sirens making him go sixty miles an hour. Damn. So I mean, if you sit back and think about some of these things, that why they got to be nuns? Damn. <laughs> You violent dog. You got some shit. Because that's the worst thing you could hit. That in the school uh, bus full of no. kids. I was thinking trimmer, uh, strippers, dog. That's some titties going to waste. <laughs> you know what I mean? Fuck. Titties going to waste. I mean, <laughs> you can't have those go to Don't waste. Don't have titties go to waste. Yeah, never have titties go to waste. Um, so that's one thing I did know. I heard. But either way, you know, that's far enough. Okay. Can I ask you a real question though? What? Like, like I don't know if, if I'll answer it. But I I don't either. But um, I'm glad you're here. I'm, give me a cheers, though. Give me a cheers. I'm glad you're here. Um, I will say this, man. I'm proud of you. Actually, I'm not gonna say this yet. Save for the end. <laughs> this quick break is brought to you by Crispy Boots, and I'm telling you, I've been rocking the new Laponians Gen Twos. And they had the best thing that's ever happened to my feet. Man, I'm talking lightweight, great ankle support, and I'm telling you, they look real snazzy. Uh, I love them. I used to rock the Thors, and, man, these things uh, blow them out of the water. I'm telling you, man, let's just keep it real. Crispy boots, I'm a big fan, and I think all their boots are the bomb.com. You know, uh, guys, check them out at crispyus.com. Pulling up to a job, you're calling. I'm coming out with a shirt, right? A uh, hunting shirt, but it's going to be 187. You know what I mean? Murder. You know what I mean? I, I murder give, shit. You're giving me sometimes. PTSD. <laughs> sometimes. PTSD, bud. <laughs> it is. I'm going to hey, bring a all shit. If, if you came out with your bow, you ain't hitting shit. I know that. <laughs> I've been with you, bud. <laughs> God damn it. Anyways, go ahead. So, anyways, we, we pull up with this car. This dispatcher says 187, murder, right? You come up. You get on the call. And you got your boys with you. You pull up in the car. Or you're first on the scene, whatever. Have you seen some shit? Oh, dude. I, I, dude, we're in Colorado here in Denver. And, and up north, it's I, bad. I, I, I've, seen, I've seen shit that looks like it is out of the movies, bro. Really? Oh. Chainsaw Massacre shit? Oh, I've, I've, I've seen bad, bad, bad shit, bro. And let me ask you this. When you see the bad shit, 
does it make you want to even get out of made you want to get out even more and just uh not be around it well at the time no because the oh, yeah, thing is, is you're you're so conditioned to it you think this is you think it's regular yeah and i didn't even realize that it's I, i've been doing it for so long that you don't realize that it's not regular until you get out of it because i've been doing it since i was 25 years old i got hired at 24 turned 25 in the academy so i've been doing it for so long yeah that you think that's normal yeah and so you going you getting shot at you getting normal. you know it that shit's normal like and because you have to normalize it or you will never go to work which is fucking stupid so it's crazy dude that shit's that's the crazy part so you it. have to normalize it in your mind Otherwise, like I said, you, you, you'd never, you'd quit day one or, you know, if, if you thought every single time that you went in to work, yeah. I'm going to die today. Yeah. Or I could die today. You never go to work. Yeah. So you, you just normalize it in your head and you also think that you're invincible. Yeah. Um, so it's, it, it's easier now, but now looking back at it, I think to myself, like I literally told my wife, I said, how the fuck did I do that for 16 years? Because I loved it, bro. I for 13 years. And I wasn't even like miserable, miserable two years. And then my last year I was kind of miserable. Um, when I knew that I needed to get out, but I loved it. I mean, I lived for it. I, I felt, I felt bad on if I called in sick or I was on vacation, dude, I'd be on vacation in another country or a different state. And be thinking, what am I missing out on at work? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's how crazy the shit gets. Oh, you because, liked it. Because you get addicted to the adrenaline, yeah. too. Yeah. And you get addicted to doing crazy shit and seeing crazy shit. Yeah. And I'm not even joking you. There's people that would come in and get hired, and 50% of them are out in the first two months. Quit. see some shit. Can't handle see it. See shit. Do shit. Yeah. I mean, it's and it's it's not I believe everybody. it, man. It I... I got to say, like, you guys see some fucked up shit. And I, so, you know, you know that I'm a dad, you're a dad now. And I had never realized, you know, I moved out here for Dwayne Ludwig. Dwayne Ludwig is the guy that, you know, I looked up to. And I was like, I'm going to be a fighter under Dwayne. Dwayne's going to coach me, do this and do that for me. And we did. I got in the UFC and I did this and that. And, we got to a, a point in our career where uh, I was doing, you know, fundraisers, doing things, speaking for people, and me and, it was always me and him doing things together, right? And, you know, Dwayne was a bigger name than me. Sure. And uh, we had to go to the children's hospital uh, here. Fucking killed you, huh? Uh, dude, not me. I had no idea. I was trying to make the kids fucking laugh and smile, have a good time. Dwayne literally went in the one room. It was a little cancer kid patient. And uh, he grabbed me in my shoulder. He squeezed so hard. He goes, I'm out of here. I can't do this. And I looked at him like, what the fuck is going on? I had no no idea to this day. And I'm, I'm supposed to have, I'm supposed to have uh, Dwayne out here next week. Oh, nice. And um, I haven't even talked to him about this. At the time, I'm... I had no kids at the time. Yeah. I'm not even married yet. And he was. He had a kid. He had a oh, daughter already. Yeah. And I had no idea what he was talking about until 
I look back at this moment because it always it always crossed my mind like what what was his deal, and he couldn't do it because he couldn't imagine having a kid, his kid, or in that moment doing that. But now you see it. Oh, dude, when my kid gets a sore throat, I'm like, whoa, what's on? What's going on? Like, we got to fix this shit. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. how good is it? Or when she has like a belly ache, I'm like, what? Whoa, what's going on? We got to take her to the doctor. You know. Um. I had no idea what it was like to be a parent until I became a parent. And I will never forget that because he realized what it was like and he saw it. He and he was all for it, like helping beads out. Absolutely. But it struck different. Dwayne's a good cat, man. Oh yeah, you know that. But I gotta say, like, you guys see some shit. Some shit that's not always the pleasant Mm-mm. part. And that's one thing I just want to recognize for you guys for because, um, you know, all your buddies that are still doing it, all your, you know, like I know all you, all your guys that, that done it. And I, and I just thank them because um, you guys see some shit that you, and then you got to come back and, and come into the family and, and, you got to turn, it, be, on and turn it, it off and be okay with it. You know what I mean? It's not like sparring, dude. Like I got to When I was fighting, I had to become this person that I could fucking beat this motherfucker up. Or when a fight comes, I got to beat this motherfucker up. And I had to stop. Yeah, well, there's I'll, an end to it. Yeah, there's an end. That's that's easy. But there was never no uh, backflash or or anything or seeing this image in my head of nothing. You guys are the real G's, dude. Real G's. And the guys that are still doing it, God bless them because, man, it's tough. It's a tough job. And and I'll say this, and and obviously we were friends before I was ever married, right? Yeah. But the the crazy thing is is you knew me for a long-ass time as a single guy being a cop. Yeah. And I changed about 50% when I got married. I toned everything way back as far as the crazy shit that I like to do. Um, mm. And then once we had my little girl, dude, I toned it all the way back. It was like, I don't need to do this crazy shit anymore. <laughs> dude, how do you think I am? I mean. I'm I a whole body now, dude. That's But that's what I'm saying is I cut it. I mean, for getting married, I cut it way back. But I still, I mean, I'll never forget. I was on the SWAT team and, and Gentry actually, um, she actually was like how long are you gonna do this she never asked me to quit yeah she was like but this is when we got serious yeah and she was like how long how much longer are you gonna do this for and i was like i don't know why and she's like well you just you're always running out of here at 2 30 in the morning yeah. when swat gets called it's bad yeah when when the swat team's going out on something it's when you get called it's the shit i mean it's it's uh, shit has happened right mm-hmm. and so um she just casually asked me how long how much longer you're gonna do this for and i was like yeah i mean i don't know why she's like because you're always leaving at 2 30 in the morning and you know going out and doing and she's like i don't hear from you for hours when you're out on these things and Wait. i was like do you, you want me to so you have to do it you have to fulfill a certain amount of time and then i just never re-upped for it after that yeah i don't blame you so but then as you know i mean so that's what i mean she calmed me down about her like made me kind of yeah. cut it back about 50%. And then having a little girl, I was like, what? I, I got nothing to prove to anybody anymore. Yeah. 
you know. You got to take care of the home, absolutely the home front. Absolutely, which I'm 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 proud that you did because, uh, you know, I I always say like you know like uh, if shit ever hit the fan, right? Uh, come home, right? Like in our home front or whatever, and God forbid it ever happens, right? Like like you know you know me, I have guns and this and that, and my wife, she doesn't need any guns. She doesn't want. I mean, she could care less, sure. right? Um. But realistically, I always said, like, what would I do for my family? Anything. <laughs> Whatever it fucking took. And, and and that's the one part where I don't know if if um, she would ever understand. Like, I really don't. I don't think she would. And, and you um, know what? And here's the thing, though, is you also don't want them to. I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't because. Uh, it's, it's the same thing. And you can ask my wife, there's so much shit that over the past five months that I've been out of it, five, six months that I've been out of it, I've told her stuff that I never told her before. And she was like, are you fucking kidding? Really? But if I came home and I told her, hey, this happened, this happened, this happened. She's going to be scared to death for you to go. All the time. And and I asked her a few weeks ago, I said, hey, were you ever nervous about me being a cop when we were married? And she said, no, because... She said, "You," she said, "You never gave me a reason to be." Yeah, and so it was. I mean, and how? Uh, I'll be honest with you. I don't know how she did it for as long as she did, mm-hmm. um, because it takes a special, special person yeah. to, to deal with that shit. Because I would come home, and the only thing I wanted to do for an hour, bro, was just decompress. Because you're you're dealing with everybody else's shit all day, yeah, and drama all fucking day, and then you come home. And yeah. you don't want to deal with your own shit right away, right? You never, because if you do, you never have that time. And so, like I said, I sleep better. My marriage is better. My home life is better. Everything is better. I loved that job and I loved, I'm so proud of what I did. But at this point in my life, it was better for me. Good for you. I I, I will say that you did your time and you did it. And I'm, I'm happy for you, honestly, because like, dude, I'm just saying this, like, like anybody has lived up here, you know. We know Cody. You've been up here quite a while now. My li- my wife leaves at fucking four five thirty in the morning, and we get blizzards up here and snow fucking done. Dude, I cannot wait to hear a text or a phone call for her just to tell me she made it. Yeah. You know, I'm just waiting for her, and um, I'm like right away, like the whole th- when she leaves, I come out every morning plow. The road and maybe her sometimes, you know what I'm saying? But uh, short plow, <laughs> short plow. <laughs> you know we all get like dustings <laughs> at that time. <laughs> so I come out and I plow and I'm I'm awake. You know what I mean? Like I'm awake and I'm I want to make sure she gets down the hill because I'm about to go get her. She's a ditch or whatever. I'm gonna go get her. You know what I mean? Um, but it's like like this is the part where I'm like, dude, I can only imagine. Her going to a SWAT call in the middle of two thirty in the morning and not hearing from her or what's going on, what what is the call? What what it like? I don't even know if I want to know. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like yeah. I really don't even know if I want to know. I just know every day she has to go there, some shit when it's icy, slick, whatever, and that's that's minimal. But shit, a lot of shit happens at the time. You Absolutely. know what I mean. And, you know, there's a lot of times where there's no service up here. And I'm like, fuck, 
why the fuck do we live up here? But in the summertime, I'm like, I love it up here. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, it, it is. Like, that's what I'm saying is like, fuck, man. I, I couldn't even imagine. Well, and I'll tell you, so this is the craziest thing that, so I never had like dreams or anything when I was a cop. Even I could have the worst day freaking possible. Mm-hmm. Worst thing you ever seen in your life. And I never had dreams. I never, if, for some reason or another, I just put it in the back of my head and never fucking dealt with it, right? Yeah. About the first five or six weeks I was, after I had retired from the PD. Yeah. I mean, I would have the most fucking vivid dreams. Really? And crazy, like, crazy shit, bro. So it was kind of like, like a PSD. PTSD. I, what I do mean, I call it? No. P- PSD. I was thinking of my heartpiece. My bad. <laughs> um. And no, I freaking, I, I don't, I wouldn't call it that. I, I don't know. I, I don't know if it was just everything like the stress releasing from my brain yeah. and just all coming forward or what it was, but yes, I mean, fucked for, up shit. and not every single night, but the dreams that I did have were just, I, they were so vivid and so like crazy shit. Really? And it was all like police related stuff. Like I was still being like, really? I was still, yeah. And it was even like. And I know that it was all compartmentalized in the back of my yeah. head because it was there. Well, but the thing is, is there was shit that I hadn't freaking thought about in years, yeah. and that whole call plays out in my head again, and I'm dreaming it. It was it, bizarre, bro. Really bizarre. And then yeah. thank, thank God it. Ha- I mean, it hasn't happened in months I'm, now, but shit, I don't know if it was just like wood, a, it, was, it was just a. I don't want you to happened. have that. Yeah, I mean, because that's what you hear from a lot of like military oh, guys that seen the shit and. I don't know what the answer is for that. I really don't. I really don't know what the answer is for that. I just talk to people. Yep, that's that's the thing you got to. And, I mean, you got to talk about it, man. Yeah. You got to be. You can't keep it stored. Um, I don't know. I, I really don't, man. i tell you one cool thing that's happened out of this whole podcast that I'm the most proud of out, out of all this. Like, I've had probably two or three veterans hit me up. And they've hit me up probably, I don't know. I, I had one about podcast 50s, 56 or something like that. Hit me up. It's like, hey, man, I appreciate your podcast because it reminds me of being back deployed. Yep. And it gets me through your shit. And I'm, I'm going to be a listener as long as you keep doing this. And I was like, damn, that was cool, right? Dude, and recently, and I'm, I'm not going to say their names or anything, but Dude, I'm just glad they reached out to me and they told me this because this is why I do it. It was was literally the best thing I've ever heard in my life, honestly, besides my kids cry the first time and say, Dad, I love you, whatever. These guys literally said, man, I had one in the chamber and the only thing that didn't keep me from popping myself was you. And I was like, well, I'm glad, but why me? Like, why? He was like, you wrote back to me when you wrote me on Instagram. Yeah, see, and that's the crazy thing. And I had no idea, right? And and, and you know how I feel about our military. I think there's nothing better out there than freaking military men and women, dude. Like, but it's sometimes you don't always know what people are going through, right? Yeah, everybody has a battle. Everybody's got a fucking battle. And it's like... Those those guys are out there being warriors, three hundred sixty five days a year, and you have no idea yeah. that 
you, you may be touching somebody, you know. Yeah. It's and, different, and, dude. And, and and just making somebody's day like that, it's fucking amazing, dude. It's crazy. Amazing. I um I, I will say this. Like, I don't know what everybody deals with. I don't. I was never military. My dad was. Your dad was. And um, I don't. I, I can, That's why I always support, you know, every military thing I can do. Functions. Like, I, sure. I work with Hero Sports. Um. But God damn it, dude. I feel like every human, every human, every fucking guy. I, I can speak for guys, men, because that's, I feel like uh, I'm. Uh, you like guys. Yeah, I do. I love it. We like to wrestle. <laughs> Not like Cody, but I like to wrestle, right? He likes to do jiu-jitsu. You know, know what I mean? Put, <laughs> you know what I mean? He likes to get fucking. I put in work, son. That's why I don't like you. He like, he likes to put his head between their balls and oh shit. And get choked. Hey, shit. let me get back to a story right <laughs> after this. But I will say this. I will say this. Every man I don't I'm not speaking women cuz I'm not trying to get there. I'm not trying to do this. This is what I know from my my experience. My 42 years old. I'm good, brother. Uh I'm uh 42 years old. And I would say I I don't know a whole lot of shit about a lot of things, but I do know this. Every man has something in their head that they're battling. Whether it's their job, they hate their job, and they want to do a better job, get a better job, more money. Money is probably the the biggest thing I would say in a man's career is, like, how they're going to support their family, how they're going to make money, even if they do have money or a family or whatever, how they're going to be a better fucking husband boyfriend whatever how how are they going to be a better person to their family i think maybe that's just me speaking out loud uh, of what's going on in my head those are consistently things of what goes on in my brain maybe uh how am i going to make more money i chose this life i chose to be a fighter and if fighting wasn't going to make me the million-dollar baby, right, I better figure the fucking shit out, right? Yep. Because my dad told me I better go work on the railroad back home. Well, I chose not to. Right. So I better fucking figure shit out. Like, I better know how to fucking make money because the repo man is going to come and get my <laughs> shit, right? Unless you marry a rich-ass white girl. <laughs> with right. good credit with good credit you know no that's what i'm saying i um i just in my head i was like i i had to make things happen i'm an entrepreneur i i i, I can't do a uh i don't know a nine to five i i i can't i i won't do it i don't know but the only way i can do my life right now is because i'm in america Absolutely, 100%. That's the only way yep. I can do this here in America. I can do private training. I can teach people fucking skills that have money, that do that job to pay me the money to teach me my trade. Yep. I, I've learned a trade over the year, right? Uh, and that's my trade. Um, I, I went to school for welding. I could do well. I could do side gigs and do that if I wanted to, if I really got one. God damn it, I don't want to do that. In America now, I'm on year three doing a podcast right only fucking here can i get companies to support me to fucking have guys across the table and me and you have a cocktail and a drink and talk about what it's like to be a cop or 
your hunting trip or your fight or blah, 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 or all the above. It doesn't matter. Like, only here in this country that we can fucking do this. Well, it's great, ain't it? It's it feels, great, feels man. Good. And sometimes I think we take that shit for granted. But the uh, thing is, is the, the, the one thing that I was going to say is, and I, I told you, I used to tell you this all the time when we were young. I used to say you were always fucking were on the hustle, dude. Oh, I, fuck, I, I haven't dude, changed. I, and, <laughs> but I used to tell you that all the time when we you were did. younger. I'm like, fuck, you You just hustle your fucking ass off. You you were always on the hustle, always on the hustle. Yeah. And it's, America's a place where you can, you're can you as free as you want to to work as hard as you want. It Unfor- is. Unfortunately, you can not work hard too, but. Uh, so nowadays. You know, but, but, but the thing is. Is I mean that's that's the great thing is you can always fucking you have permission and the the um the right to work harder as much as you want in this place. Well, it's it's crazy because Ryan, like I literally have, and this is kind of in a three sixty where I want to take this podcast too. But hey, I will go with this because uh, I will say this. I don't I don't know I've failed. And failed and failed and failed. And I hate failing. And I just know that there isn't nobody going to pick me up and fucking help me to get to. Oh, yeah, well, let's talk about this. Let's let's figure this out. What, 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 what They're going to reassess me and tell me, okay, well, maybe you're good at this and go try out to this. Yep. No, fuck that, dude. And if you fail, 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 just keep going. Well, keep it, going. that's where I'm at today. Keep going. That's where I'm at today. I don't know where where, or what I'm going to do in the next five years. I don't know. I don't know. Podcasting might go down in the next couple of years. Who Especially knows? Especially after this one. Yeah, right. <laughs> Who knows? I don't fucking know. Here's the thing. I guess what? I'll figure it out. Yep. Well, same, same thing. Being a cop for 16 years and then picking up and leaving. I didn't really have a plan. Mm-hmm. I, I I was given an opportunity by somebody who's one of our really good mm-hmm. friends. Has he ever been on the p- podcast before? Nope. Um, one of, one of our good friends. Yep. Common friend of ours. He's supposed to, but he hasn't. Fucker. I'll, yeah. I'll talk to him for it. Yeah. He ain't gonna listen to me. He's my boss. <laughs> no, he will. But um, but anyways, I I was very fortunate. Once again, you surround yourself with good people, right? Yep. And those good people will take a chance on you. I and from everybody from has Kyle ever been on here? Yeah. So Zach was Zach. Okay. Yeah. So everybody from Kyle um, to Drew. Yeah. But thank God that I have the friends that I do because it was, um, I was done. I was done. Right. And you want to talk just like you said though. I was like, hey, I I got to figure it out. You have to fucking figure it yeah. out. Yeah. I knew that I didn't want to do that anymore, and so you got to figure it out. Yeah. But it's one of those things that. A lot of times people are too scared to do that. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to fucking doggy paddle till you can swim, buddy. Well, it, it and I, I, I will say this. There's a couple of things I will say. Uh, I hate the saying, you fake it till you make it. I really do. I, And I've done that. I have literally have done that. But I always say, like, I adapt to, to every situation. Like I adapt, like I could go into a fight, every fight. I We've been training for eight weeks, 10 weeks for a fight for this guy's game plan. Like I knew I watched film or whatever, and he comes out totally different. You got to fucking adapt, bro. Can't stick because with that he, game plan. Yeah, because that shit's out the window. That is one thing I hate about watching film about it because everybody, 
Every fighter changes. Like we change all the time. Every fight. If we ain't changing our fight, we ain't getting better, right? So why do we keep watching film? Like we well, yeah, with this little indicators, whatever. I get it, but every fight's different. Every fight's different. And I will say this, uh man, I was born a fighter. I swear to God, because in life, it doesn't matter if I like there's fighters out there that never even stepped in the ring. And that doesn't mean they're fight they're fighters if they haven't stepped in the ring. Because I'm gonna tell you right now, the hardest fight that I've ever done is life. Oh fuck. Parenthood. Be, being married talk about adapting yeah you have to adapt and and like we we talk all the time even window in the air and i talk about uh the fights that you pick or argue about you know with your, your, your battles, spouse but. you got to pick your battles right and um just just life period though it doesn't matter whether, whether you're going to be a cop what are you going to do after that it doesn't matter you're gonna fucking find out what you're gonna do. Out. You'll figure it out. Um, you're not you're not the person to just lay down there and be like, "Well, fuck, I'm done now. I did my duty and I'm done." Right? Right? No, man. You gotta fucking keep going. And my whole deal on the whole thing is, when I retired from fighting, I had no plan. I didn't even think about retiring until Trevor said, "I want you to coach with me full time." Help out, do this and that. And would you ever think, you know, when 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 Trevor closed Grudge down, I had no idea what the fuck I was going to do after that because that was a lot of people didn't do. Yeah, and uh, I went and uh, I did a couple things different, and uh, but at, at end of the story, look at this, back we're to still it. together, we're back doing what we do. And we have the two fucking you know, greatest guys fighting next month. Yep. You know what I mean? Like it, it's crazy of what what's happening. And then you know it's it, it's nuts now because um, you know when I stepped away from Genesis uh, back in June, July, and I just put all my shit into Justin. I really did. I all your eggs in one basket in the fight game. Yeah, I did. I had a bunch of guys that it's a good basket helped me. though. Oh, it's great. <laughs> I wouldn't change it. I I literally said I had a bunch of guys that helped me, and I'll still help them. I do when I'm there helping. I'll help them out. But being a full time coach, dude, I can't do that no more. I can't. Yeah. I just I'm I, I want to be there with my kids. Sure. You know, I want to drop them off, do this and that, help make my wife life easier. Right. She works full time job. Same dude. I'm. I'm trying to make it easier for her. Like Same. I want whoever said happy li- happy wife, happy life, that's a fucking true statement, dude. Yep. I'm gonna tell you that right now. Yep. And so when I went with Justin now and like now I get these coaches like Justin or uh, Trevor pulls out these coaches spreadsheets of like what's what's going on today, what we're working on cuz like he's the mastermind of the whole deal, right? Like I'm not, obviously. I know like workouts, I could do every workout he's done because I've done it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Back in my day, I know what he's talking about. I know what he puts it on paper. <clears throat> but how does he do it up to a camp, like a fight? That, he, what he does is perfect. Best in the game. And, and when it's time to peak, like right now, we've had a long camp with Justin. He knows how to 
pull the fucking horse shoes back and do it. But when he has my name on there and he says, you're doing this with Luke, blah, blah, blah. Like, damn, dude, I feel like I've been promoted. You know what I mean? Like, you remember the Call of Duty? Like, uh, when you get the badge or oh, something yeah. like that? I feel like, yeah, fuck yeah, Saturday. I got, I got my you name got the on call up. I got the call up, right? And uh, it, it's so crazy. Like, like I just, it's so weird. Now I feel like I'm more invested because I did put my chips in him and Justin. And I feel like Justin's going to be the best. This is going to be the best Justin ever. Like, when you saw him fight Tony Ferguson, he's a motherfucker. He's fucked, bro. Can't wait. Can't Homeboy's wait. fucked, bro. Can't wait. I'm telling you, I, I, like, literally, I had a couple of messages. Guys sent me of that follow uh, Raphael, right? And they were like, he's doing this and that and saying Justin this and that. And I, I don't tag this dude, but I, I post some shit on Justin a lot on my IG and shit because I know they all watching, right? Sure. You know, and I just, I don't say anything. But this motherfucker is literally calling him out, saying this and that. And I cannot wait for that night. I can't wait either. I really can't because, dude, he's uh, it's a different Justin, man. I, I, this is one thing I will say about Justin. You see Justin. He's always been the highlight, always been a fucking uh, warrior, right? Like we're, he, entertainer. We're going to do his shit at Ring of Fire. Yeah, right? right? Back in the day. And... uh he is just now becoming a real fighter. That's what's scary, dude. He's he's not the the guy that will stand in front of you and just take beatings and do it. He can do that. Everybody knows he can do that. He's done it for this whole entire time. I, I don't want him to. I, we don't want him to take right. it. Let's let's move and fucking fuck him up. And that's what he's doing. I mean, you saw a little bit of Tony Ferguson, and I'm going to tell you right now my prediction. I haven't said this out in the air yet. My prediction is going to be, it's going two ways, two ways only. Look back at the Esmond Barbosa fight, how that fight ended. Justin fucking hooked him and put him to sleep. Yep. That's my that's prediction one. It will be if I know Raph. He's a G. He's tough. He's hard. He's 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 a Russian. He's tough, right? And he comes back. He's a regular. Thai boxer, basic tiger boxing one on one, and this is where we 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 cannot wait to fight those guys because we're better than them, and just as better than them. Like we see, like Trevor seen things, and we are like boom boom boom. It's going to be a schooling of the Tony Ferguson. You saw the, what happened with Tony oh, Ferguson. Yeah. It was a schooling, right? Yep. So I would rather have the Espen Edson Barbosa fight. Fast knockout, get it over with, and let's go drink, you know. Fight again in the summer. And fight again at the end of the year <laughs> or the summer, yeah. Um, but that, you know, either way, our hand will be raised. I promise you that because I know this month. I know it's a fight game, I know. But God damn it, I'm a hypocrite, and that's my dude. And this motherfucker's a G right now. Oh, man, I'm so proud of him. I'm so proud to be a part of this whole thing right now, man, because I feel like uh, – I'm lucky, man. I'm I, I fucking people like, like man, oh, dude, your job's so fucking cool. Yeah, it is. I'm not gonna argue with you there, but I am fucking lucky too. I am lucky because 
I just I uh it, it's one of those things, man, where you um treat everybody nice when they when you, first impression is always the best impression. You got to realize, dude, me and this fool meant like back in 2010, 2011. He was still wrestling. And he came in the garage and, you know. I he, remember in the early days watching you two beat the living fuck out of each yeah, other. Yeah, I was way you, beating his ass out. Uh, no, you were getting the fuck beat out of you more yeah, than he anything, was just but wrestling. you were taking it good. He's a bitch. You were taking it good, though. <laughs> but that's my dog, right? Like, And, um, like, he's, my, he's a brother now, sure. dude. Like, it's so crazy online. And, like, everybody always asks, like, why do you puke before the fight? Like, like, yeah, I don't even know, dude. This motherfucker is willing to die in front to entertain y'all. Yep. He doesn't. Like, he really doesn't give a fuck Mm-mm. when it comes down to it. He throw, he puts it out there, all out there every single and day. And it's, it's, it's one of those things, like, right now, where we were just talking about. Imagine you being a fighter, you being a cop. Before you got married, this is what you clocked in to do, yep. right? You were willing to die. You were willing to. You had no fucking worries. This was your. You couldn't yep. wait to do it. Then you got married and you had that little back burner in your head, like, oh man, I know Luke said he was going to take care of Gentry, but how was he going to take care of her? You know what I mean? I would trust you, man. <laughs> anyway, but. You know what I mean? Like he's like he's like uh, I'm all willing to die on this motherfucker. Justin Gaethje does not have kids. He doesn't have a wife. He is willing to fucking go out there and say he is gonna go out there on the shield. He is the guy on the shield. And I, will I ever let that happen? Hell no. Will Trevor let that happen? Hell no. Right. Hell no. But god damn it, dude, this kid is a fucking. When he goes out there, he's going out there. And that's our job as a coach. And what I think is what's so pure about what Trevor is doing right now is making him a fucking phenomenal boxer, phenomenal kickboxer, a phenomenal MMA guy. And now that he's doing more groundwork, more ground and pound, more fucking jujitsu, you're seeing him at 33 years old, man. Right. He's 33 years old. Like, he is not, he's 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 just sparking that prime part. Yep. I, I can't wait to see what happens. And if, if if fucking Islam's kicking IVs, fuck what happened. <laughs> what the fuck? Let's get on some of that shit then and see what happens when you get out of, dust, out of Justin. You, you think you really had an IV? I think so. You think so? I, I mean, I've seen the pictures that suggest I think so. it and stuff, but. Yeah, I think so. I, and I don't know But there's no way of proving it now dude Yeah Speaking of IVs Do you remember when I gave you an IV? Yeah I do <laughs> I do I, I told all these guys here I said dude I remember Like how much does it help? I'm like no you have no idea It helps big time Oh And this was I was taking IV before it was uh, Illegal Illegal yeah And it was what the thing to do Yeah You cut all this weight And you do it I remember Robert Martinez fucking coming to the house and fucking giving me IVs. Well, you remember we couldn't get a hold of Robert that yeah. one night, so we got my buddy that worked at the fire department. He gave us two. Was it? And we went down to your house over on uh, Erie Street. Yeah, Erie Street. Yeah, in the body. And you're like, you know how to do this? I'm like, fuck yeah, I know how to do this. Yeah. 
As soon as I poke you, I didn't have it closed, and your blood just went fucking. <laughs> it went all over the fucking brand new white carpet, <laughs> white carpet, and I, I was like, oh, it all buff out, fuck it. But I was so skeletoned up, you dude. Were, dude. I was so shrinked up. And you remember? You remember when we used to hit pads and cut weight in yeah, the garage, dude? Yeah, dude. It was just a way of what we did back then, and doing it. And I don't know, man. It to me, it was uh, it was just a way of how we did things back then. But like. I don't know. What is up? Man, I got to give a big shout out to my boy over at thehangerco.com. Luke and I have teamed up, and I am excited about this one. Man, I've had European mounts all over this place just laying here, just taking a space, really not displayed in any fashion. And now he has pimped out all my European mounts. I literally got this tabletop one. Now I'm displaying right here on the podcast table. It's the Havelina, and it is sick, and I love it. Guys, check him out. Go to his website at www.thehangerco.com, and that's H-A-N-G-R-Co.com. Guys, he has European mounts uh, for everything. He has it from Deer, Bobcat, from all your African games. Like, literally, he has it all. And guess what? It's American-made. And it's a small business, so let's support that. Uh, guys, but that's not it. By listening to this podcast, you get to save 30% off your uh, purchase. Guys, type in that code, GU30, at the checkout. Save that money. Don't worry. I had uh, chicken and rice before I came. Rice? Chicken that is rice. not rice. Chicken and rice. Well, that is oh, not chicken and rice. That's cabbage, cabbage dude. Cabbage. Don't say it's chicken and rice. That was a fucking... Chicken and rice and cabbage. But the cabbage was just a filler, bud. Dude, that's fucking dead. Did you smell that, Cody, when he walked in? No. no. Jesus Christ. Oh, Cody's is back. No. Oh, Cody's back now. Oh, sorry, guys. Okay. Continue, continue on. Okay. And we are Bizak. Um, hold on. All right. Wendell keeps on this, me drinks. On this part of the segment, I want to know a couple things. <laughs> What is your most memorable moment with me? Oh, can I tell like three of them? Spit the game, dog. So, <laughs> this this is literally how Luke and I became friends. So, I start over at LA Boxing because I wanted to learn jiu-jitsu for being a police officer. So, I go in, I start taking some jiu-jitsu classes, and it's like my third or fourth time in. And... We had a, and obviously, so Luke was a striking coach. That was a bad motherfucker. So I, I'd seen him a couple times, but I had no idea who he was. And, um, and so it was probably my third night in and he comes over to me and Luke, you come over to me and it was the end of the night. And you said, Hey, what, what are you doing? And I was like, Oh, just, you know, whatever, cleaning up. And you're like, when are you going to come take one of my striking classes? And I was like, Never. I didn't come here to learn that bullshit. And uh, and you go, when are you going to stop rolling around on the mat with other dudes? And I was like, fuck. And so you're like, nope, you're coming to my class tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, fuck. And so I I don't think I came to the class the next day, and then I went to jujitsu again. Mm-hmm. And then you and I started talking because the gym was closed. And it was like a Thursday night or a Friday night, and it was like 10 o'clock at night. And they were, you were the last one in there and I was the last one leaving. Mm-hmm. And you're like, why'd you start, you know, why'd you start doing jujitsu? And I told you what I did. 
And you're like, oh, dude, that's dope, blah, blah, blah. And we started talking about being a cop. And I had only been a cop for maybe a year. And uh, and you're like, you want to go you want to go to Buffalo Wild Wings? Remember that Buffalo Wild Wings right oh, on yeah. the corner? You're like, you want to go to over and get some wings and a beer? And I was like, cool. And we went, and then we're sitting at uh, we're sitting at Buffalo Wild Wings, and you go, do you ever play Call of Duty? And I was like, fuck yeah, I love Call of Duty. You're like, do you want to come to my house and play Call of Duty? <laughs> so we go over to his house, and uh, and it's probably by this time it's probably one thirty in the morning. I'm on graveyards at the time, so one thirty in the morning is nothing to me, right? Yep. So I go, and I think that you are single living in this place. We're being loud as fuck playing Call of Duty, and Kalina comes out and is like, I have to work, or I have school tomorrow. And I'm like, yeah. who's that? <laughs> <laughs> we're fucking being loud as hell playing video games at freaking probably 2 I think we were playing morning. Rock Band, bro. <laughs> no, we are playing zombies. Fucking nerds. We are playing zombies. Oh, <laughs> uh, like... But that's so that's that was the first time like so the night before was the first time I ever talked to you. That next night you were like, Hey, you wanna go to Buffalo Wild Wings? I was like, Cool. And we went back to your house after that. Yep. Play Call of Duty. So that's You were only like ten minutes from my house too though. Oh yeah, like two blocks from yeah, my house. Yeah, you weren't that far. Yeah, we live close to each other. Um I'm trying to think of what else. There's so many fucking Luke. I don't know how there's I, this is one thing that I will that are say. super appropriate. Yeah, I, I know, them. yeah. Believe me. This is one thing I will say about you that uh, maybe will spark some other things. You took a fight. I did. You took a fight, a real MMA fight, and why? I have no idea why he did it. Uh, it was a charity type deal, uh, cops and firefighters, yep. Or, yep. or something like that. And uh, I, uh, you were like, I want to do this. Uh, I want to do an MMA fight. I was like, bro, it's it's. Real, I don't give a fuck what amateur hour you're doing it, but it's it, you got to do it. But guess what? You're in good hands. Let's do it. If you're gonna do it, I gotta need commitment to you. And that was one thing that I knew that wasn't a problem with you is was the commitment issue because you 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 were all in and you're so such a coachable kid and you played basketball in high school, right? You were a basketball player, mm -hmm. and uh, the only basketball guy I've ever coached, Tony. Was Tony J, yep. and he's still doing it, right? Um, but y'all athletic as fuck. You guys are athletic as fuck, and maybe that's why we were all wrestlers because we weren't as athletic as we can do a crossover to save our <laughs> life, right? And you all can. And um, I just and that and that was kind of something like why I could train some of the Nuggets too because they were athletic, sure. man. They're athletic, lanky ass motherfuckers, but they are athletic as fuck and. Um, I could adapt to him, and you, and you was this is something like when you fought and you did it, and you did all the practices and 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 you pushed through them, uh, pad sessions, jujitsu, and you did a whole camp like a real fighter. And I will say this: not only for you being a cop and holding that job over there, but you came in and did a uh, a real fucking fighters camp. Um, it's hard, man. That's why I always said, like, cause, you know, some of these guys, you know, nowadays it's a little different now because they're making a lot more money, um, fighting full time, um, or they get their debut and they get more money. Dude, when I fight, dude, I tell people all the time when I signed with the UFC, I made three and three, 3,000 yep. and 3,000 win. Like that's nothing. It's nothing. And, um, now it's different, but, um. I always said you did that. You juggled both. And uh, I will say this about you. 
when you came in and, and you wanted to do this, you are a guy that will fucking do anything. That's why when when Drew hit me up, he's like, hey, man, tell me about Brian. Tell me about this guy. Tell me about this guy. Because it, it's weird because everybody that's uh, in the HVAC business now is dear friends of mine. Right. And I said, dude, anybody that's been dear friends of me, I, you know they're fucking good people. Right. I mean, you. I mean, there's. I mean, there's nothing. I mean, uh, I. I can only say so much about them. I mean, like, they're if they wanted to do it, they'll do it. Yeah. And if you coach them and tell them how to do it, they'll they'll be great employees. He's like, okay, that's all I need to know. And I was like, oh, well, that shit was easy. Can I get a percentage of this shit? Because I molded, I'm, I molded them, motherfuckers. <laughs> and uh, either way, it was cool because. Um, uh, when you came in for fight camp and you started doing it and you were doing this and there were days where you're tired and you did it and you pushed through it and you came back the next day, next day, and then you did the fight. And there was times when I was wrapping your hand, I could see a little different, like there's a, there's a jitterbug in there. Oh, fuck right? yeah. Like fuck. And, and, and you're a cop for Christ's sake. And you're going out there to do a fist fight in front of fucking everybody. But I, I, I believed in you, and I and I felt like you had enough skills where you could go out there and compete in in into that battle. And what happened? You remember I remember I uh, so remember we practiced knees and all that everything shit, the, yeah. the, the whole entire camp. And so I got that dude in the plum clinch, and I and he I was trying to knee him in the stomach. But apparently, I pulled too hard down, and I actually in, hit him in his the, face. In the face, yep, and which I'm is illegal. Illegal, and I get Bamsy. it. I, I get it. And uh, but I remember you hopped up, and you were like, "You're like that's a fucking warning. You, you can't take a point right off the bat." And they took a point, and that's yeah. That's the uh, that was that was it right there because yeah. I thought the rest of the fight that I was winning. Yeah. Um, um, but I will I will I will tell you this. And then here, here's another funny Luke story because I was actually going to hit on, um, that's when you and I became super, super close though, mm-hmm. I think was, um, a lot of that because we obviously spent a shit a lot of time, time together. together. Yeah. Um, but still to this day, I appreciate it because I never knew it. I, I couldn't, I didn't know how to fucking throw a punch. I remember you laughing at me one time. Um, I still may, <laughs> <laughs> but, but you're like, where the fuck did you learn to punch? I'm like, mm. I don't know if anybody's ever taught me to punch. Yeah, it's different, like a right way. But you did it, and you and you really knew how to fight. And like it comes back to like when I come back to fights, we watch UFC fights all the time, and you have more of an understanding of what's going on. Absolutely, and, and it it's cool um, to have that uh, concept with you. Uh, the one thing is, I always said you did the camp. That was a huge part of it, right there. For just being a being in your line of duty, what you had to do, um, taking the fight was just icing on the cake sure. for me. Yeah, it really was. Um, you did everything and w- was perfect. I, I honestly and I I could care less if you won or if you lost or whatever. All I cared about is you doing it honestly because to me anybody who steps in into the cage ring or whatever like 
motherfuckers that have no idea what it's like. It's not, a, it's not a bar fight. It's not a street fight. It's not like road rage. It is, this motherfucker has trained weeks, if not months, and prior to whatever training he has prior to that, to fuck you up across the ring, that person. And, like, when you watch stuff now in the UFC and you get these guys that are like, oh, why didn't he fucking do this? Well, motherfucker, why have you ever stepped in right. to a gym or a cardio class and hit the bag? Gives you new appreciation for, for what these motherfuckers go three through. minutes. Have you hit the bag for three minutes? Hit that. And um, to me, you won. You won already doing that. The The part that, for me, was all about your hand skills your confidence, and you to be a better cop it w- was me. I could care less if you won or, or or lost a fight or whatever. Of course, we all want to win, right? The simple fact was I knew after this whole training camp you were going to be a better cop. We'll learn something about yourself person. too, right? Yeah, dude. It, I, learned my, I learned something too. I can teach pigs. <laughs> Hey, let me tell this story, though. So do you remember? So my fight went all three rounds, right? It was three three-minute rounds. Yeah. And the crazy thing is we were training five three-minute rounds yep. in camp. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I'm I'm good. Yeah, you're I'm, not I'm tired? Good. Yeah. yeah I'm, I'm great. I'm good. And then at the end of that fight, do you remember when I walked in the locker room? I laid on the floor. I fucking went in. And I, I didn't even lay on the floor. I fell on the floor. I was so physically fucking exhausted. I fell on the floor and I told Luke, I go, call me an ambulance. And Luke stands over me and he goes, get up, you fucking pussy. <laughs> he literally did. He goes, he goes, I need an ER. I, I need a doctor. I, I didn't, I didn't know he was what just the exhausted. fuck was. I, I, but that's what you do in a fight, though. That's just it. Like, it, it is. And now, any fucking, uh, you know, in-house controversy that you had or whatever you knew you were gonna fucking be okay, because I, I to me it just to me I feel like every fucking department, every fucking police academy, every fucking guys need to follow up with training. I think it's a must to have. I don't care what branch you are, state patrol, sheriff, PD. You need to have hand-to-hand comment with MMA guys, real MMA. Because here's the deal, dude. Everybody's doing this sport now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Everybody's 100%. doing this shit, dude. My kids are doing this shit. And and I came across it on the street, bro. Mm. And here's the other thing is, is I actually brought this up to my PD at one point in time. I actually said, if we, there has to be some way, can we pay for my membership at a jiu-jitsu or, you know, anything, even if it's a striking gym or anything, 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 do something. I would prefer to start with jujitsu and then work up, right? Yeah. Because you never want to be on your back with all that fucking gear on. Is all I'm saying. Ever. Ever. And so it was all I, I told him, I said, if I can show you, because you have to scan in when you go to gyms, right? If I can show you that I'm going minimum three days a week, will you pay for it? And I said, make this open for everybody. Yeah. Because training's expensive. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. So that's that's the excuse, quote unquote, that a lot of people use as well. It's too expensive. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, if the PD will pay the 150 bucks a month or whatever it is, 
that for and 150 bucks to make sure that your fucking guys don't have to then shoot somebody because they can hold somebody yeah. down or that they don't beat the living piss out of somebody or or that they don't get injured themselves for 150 bucks dude that's an insurance yeah that that nothing you'll, you'll, you'll cover nothing. that in insurance yeah. nothing so but obviously that never went through either yeah. because you can't get everybody to buy in on it either right but as all I'm saying is I even went down that road of saying hey you should do this yeah and because if you could make if people went three days a week, you'd be great. You'd be so oh, much better off. I mean, but it, it, it's a mentality that somebody has to have triggered, right? It does, because you had that triggered in your head. It's the competitive mentality. Though. It is. But at the same time, though, how many times is like some of your homeboys that are still in the PD do it? Never. 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 They'll go fucking play hoops or do their cardio doing that or lift pick up big up games, lift weights, and that. It's not the same. It's not the same. Granted, they're doing something. Granted, it's good. They're not fucking. At least they're doing something. Dunking donuts or, you know, doing whatever, right? Like, it, it, good. They're doing things. But I just feel like it should be mandatory. I agree. Of. You know, granted, like guys that are stronger, like um, let, let's let's take Blair for instance. A guy, his size, he could put somebody down. Absolutely, hold somebody down, hurt somebody that he don't even know really what he's doing, but he can do it because you know adrenaline's in, this and that. If it's my life or your life, I guarantee I'm walking out of this motherfucker. Right? It's just the simple fact that people need to know. What they're capable of doing, and what they're and what they're what that fucking piece of shit is capable of doing too. Because I'm telling you, everybody's learning this shit. Dude. Well, but not only that, but so remember how I I joke and I said that I told you to call me an ambulance. I had never been that exhausted yep. in my whole entire life, mm -hmm. ever. And I was exhausted during the fight. But you just have to realize that you got to keep fucking going, right? Yep. Otherwise, you're gonna get the shit beat out of you. Yep. But that's the thing, and everybody needs to at least once in their life feel that. Feel what <laughs> absolute fucking exhaustion yeah. feels like, and, and, to, I, to, and to, the only reason I knew he I could he didn't ambulance is because I've been there my pretty much my whole career. But, but I had never been there. Yeah, and that's why I said, "Shut the fuck up, pussy." <laughs> Welcome to my life. <laughs> Welcome to my session in the bedroom. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, you know what I mean? Like it, it, it is, it, I, I, I just feel like, um, it's, uh, something that, you know, this is something so cool that me and you could talk about now. And I'm glad that you're around that, uh, we can do this and talk about this because, you know, maybe there's somebody, a, a cop that uh, listens cause I get a lot of motherfuckers listening to shit all the time. And, um, even a game warden or whoever, can listen to this fucking uh, thing and be like, oh, yeah, I can better myself. Because I'm going to tell you these guys, I'm telling everybody, I'm telling you, the average Joe right now is not the average Joe anymore. One, they're still a piece of shit, but guess what? They're a skilled piece of shit because they've learned some jujitsu, some, some Muay Thai, some boxing, or anything in, in the MMA field because right now it's the new 7-Eleven uh, gym now it's the uh, new mom pop shop it isn't i'm telling you right now there's more people 
doing MMA. I mean, that's why it's the growing fast sport now in America or in the world, which is what you can say. It's the world. Because that is why the UFC is blown up so to where it's at. Absolutely. It's why Bellator can be so big because they can take whatever. You know what I mean? Like, it, it literally is so big right now. I mean, I see kids now when I go in the gym, and I'm like, dude. And it's evolved fuck, so much. Dude. You used to have wrestlers that were just wrestlers. Yeah. You used to have just jits guys that were just jits guys. Now everybody's fucking put everything together. Yeah. Everything. And, and you might be really, really good at something, yep. but you're also really good at something Oh, else. dude, I, the perfect example or is me and Justin. Else. Like, me and Justin, like, there's one point where I knew where he was really strong at. Really. And I could get by with this and that. I can't do that no more. I can't not do it. I mean, people adapt and kids adapt and they get bigger and they get, and like, I'm, I'm not saying every kid that's doing this is going to, you know, going to have bad attention to it. I hope that because it's a mixed martial arts. They have respect and they do this. They, it's, it's uh, the right way why they're doing it. It's why I'm showing my kids the thing. Although Mark is a little fucking cannonball dude. <laughs> That motherfucker, he just wants to be like, I'll shoot you in your face. I'll take you down. <laughs> like, he's nuts, right? Like, it's crazy. Uh, but I I will say this. You have to be combat ready now. Well, and I'll say this too. So anybody that's listening, if you're a first responder or anything like that, I know my opinion doesn't matter any, but I promise you, you would never, ever, ever regret doing doing that just for the simple fact of what you learn. But also, if you look at my group of friends, I'd say about 80% of my friends are all people that I met doing it. Mm. Yep, that's a good fact. I mean, because the the crazy thing is, is anybody that trains that way, you understand what each other have gone through. Because training does suck. Training's fun, but it sucks. But I've made, I would say, a handful of my closest friends currently are that's what we have in common and, or that's how we met that's how i met you and you're one of my best friends you've been one of my best friends for 17 years obviously i knew kyle before yeah but, but look at this but, guy but, right but, here per example kyle, kyle and i got closer gangster. doing that straight straight and gangster. obviously skinny codes skinny codes has always been there always been a phone fucking phone call away from me he's uh he's been the guy that He's like that gnat at the barbecue that won't leave you the fuck alone. Oh, I don't want him to leave me alone. Dude. <laughs> Listen to him. Oh, now you want it. Oh, Listen I to him. Uh, I, I'm I'm forever in debt to skinny codes. So. Yeah, I think we both are. And it, my my whole deal is that's what I was going to say, but you kind of fucking uh, made it sound way prettier and sexier than I would have said it. Go to a gym. Find the find the guy that your instructor or who's someone. Hopefully, it's a do your Google research, uh, Yelp, whatever. Find out who's teaching the deal if it's legit or whatever. Get in there, and I promise you, <laughs> you'll learn some shit. And guess what? Not only will you learn some shit, but you'll make some friends that will probably be lifelong friends from here on out. Because I'm gonna tell you right now, like I've like. You know, you can look at social media numbers. You can look at so many people that have hit me up and say, oh, man, you know, even Justin, for instance, he has millions of followers, right? And he has, you know, a tight circle. I have a tight circle. 
and the older I get, my circle even gets smaller too. You know what I mean? Like, uh, not to be an asshole, it's just, I just, I'm not that person I was five years ago, 10 years ago. I'm, I'm not, I, I, I literally do the things that I want to do now. I want to be around people that I want to be around now. I'm totally content. If I don't have to be around people, I'm cool because I have a home front now. Yep. I'm cool with that. Do I have to do this podcast? Yeah, because I enjoy doing the podcast and it's my it's my job now and I love it. And I love having conversations with people like this and that, but I chose this life. I chose it. You know what I mean? Like I I wanted to do this and this is one thing I will say to anybody that that's listening. Do something that you want to do. Don't do something just because uh it's getting you by or whatever. If you listen to you, this guy right across, he 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 was a police officer for 16 years, and he stepped away from it, his comfort zone, and went and did something beyond his. I don't even think it probably was in your in your head thinking you were going to do something like this, right? Yep. And it's and to me, that's where it's at. Is be take take risk. Be a gambler. Be happy. If, if, if you want to fucking be an artist, be an artist. If you want to be a fucking barber, be a barber. You know what I mean? What do, what do you what do you call yourself? A uh, uh, carpenter? Swiss Army knife. Fucking. Swiss Army knife. Pretty much. I will say that. Cody, what do you call you? What do you call yourself? Blue when, people, when people Pur- say. Purple belt. What do you say? What Just do you, a badass motherfucker. That's it. Purple belt. That's what he calls. What do you? <laughs> what do you? When people say, "What do you do for a living, Cody?" As little as possible. <laughs> that is a good. Just answer. kidding. Uh, what do you do? I don't know. A contractor, I guess. Yeah. So you were roofer, sold it, did your thing, fucking producer of a podcast. You know, you I do t- it. I don't tell people that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. probably probably smart. But, um. I say here's my, here's the thing, dude. I have not figured it out yet of where I'm at. I've not made my millions yet, but I will. You're on the hustle. I'm trying. I'm trying, man. I, my my whole goal is I don't need to make millions. I just want my wife not to work. I really don't. Good goal. I just I, to me, I want her to change all the diapers. <laughs> I love my kids, but God damn it, I wish she changed half the diapers. Hey, by the time you get that money, Marcus be out of diapers. God but. damn it, I know. I know. But I just, honestly, man, I, I'm i good, man. I'm good. My wife's good. Like, you got to realize, like, you look at everybody else in the world today. And if you want something, guess what? You can go get it. Oh, absolutely. And I'm the same way. Like, I may not know. Or I may not be able to get the. I I uh, l- let's just say this right now. Right now, I want to take um, my my family on a couple of vacations. Nebraska, and, <laughs> not that, not that. That's given. That's going to happen either way, right? <laughs> Me and my broke ass is going to do that either way. I want to take them on a um, like Eva sees Disney cruise and this and that. I have no desire doing that, but I know that's kind of what she thinks is, is cool 
because that's what she does. Your little girl dad. Yeah, I want to do that because that's what she wants to do, right? And Marxist is going to be on it either way it wants to do it, right? Um, I want to take my kids to Mexico, right? I want to do it and uh, do this. But the fun's got to be right, you know, this and that. I want to be able to, hey, you know, kind of what you did with you and Gentry uh, last weekend or two weekends ago. Hey, let's go to Vegas. Celebrate Valentine's, right? Could you have, you know, it's hard leaving your your kid away, but I think it's so important to do that as a couple. Great for your marriage, dude. Great for so your marriage. So important. We went to Blackhawk the other day for her, uh, her best friend, and Greg got us. He upgraded my fucking hotel room to the suite, dude. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it, to me, that was just priceless to me. Like, I was like, dude, thank you so much. Because I just had a double queen, you know yeah. what I mean? And and he goes down, we're going to upgrade you and get you a suite. And I can't. Uh, to me and my wife walked in. I was like, oh, my God, this is awesome. I'm like, yeah, Mr. Papa Giorgio over here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah. it, it, to me, I think it's important for a marriage to do that. But at the same time. Minus all that. You know what I mean? Uh, it's, it's all about just finding yourself pretty oh, yeah. much. Be happy, man. Yeah. Because I got to I'll be 42 in three weeks now. Three weeks? Oh, three shit. Weeks, 42. And, yeah. uh, you get to welcome. Well, I get to welcome you. And uh, and the thing is, is, I mean, we're not even that old, dude, but I'm like, I'm happier now than I've ever been. Good. And it's like, that's that's what's key, right? Yeah, find what makes you happy, whether it's when you're 20 years old, when you're 50 years old, or anywhere in between. But I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. And speak of the little devil, my little hot ass wife just shows up. She brought pizza. Yeah, you can bring it up. <laughs> She's all trying thank, to whisper. Thank you for asking. And <laughs> you know, hey. she brought him all over here. Blanchfield subbed Andrage in the second. What did huh? you say? Blanchfield subbed Andrage in the second. I knew it, dude. What? Damn it. In the second, under you. two? I told you. Over two. I don't remember what I bet it. Uh, probably under. It was pretty quick. Dude, my wife brought pizza. Wait, what? Sorry. <laughs> what is that? Fuck is she smoking, uh, dog? Thank you. I put it over there. It, whatever. Uh, but either way. Uh, what I will say this, and we we're hitting the two hour mark. I won't do this. I told you, dude. We just have fun, right? And talk and bullshit. Am I allowed back? Oh, always. I, I got I got I got more Luke stories. I know. To tell. Well, real quick, I I will say this. This is uh, I will talk about this story real quick, Cody. Uh, we 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 would go out downtown Denver. I already fucking know where this one's going. And this is something I will remember the day of my grave, going to my grave, and. I'm going to put this one out. There's a couple. We leave Maloney's. Back in the day, it was a little pub spot right next to the big club right there. We'd go hang out, and we'd get these big-ass drinks, and we'd have a few beers and whatever. And you got to mind, we're young and dumb full of cum, right? And me and Kyle, Brian, and I don't know who else was with us, but it was us three for sure. And... uh <laughs> We get out of Maloney's and we come out to the, there's a fucking argument going on outside. In an alleyway. Yeah. Well, it started right there and these two, there's a guy and a girl and these fucking three guys were fucking arguing with this guy and a girl. And they go, and they go, uh, 
they start going in the alley and they're going to fight, blah, 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 this and that. So we go, we go there just to watch it, right? Like we're dumb, we're drunk and we're going to go watch it. And next thing we know, we're, we're, me and Kyle were like, oh, no. hell no, this ain't no, happening. No, no, no. Those three dudes jumped on the one guy mm. and they were just socking him up. There, it was three on one. Yeah. Well, you heard it from the ex popo, right? So that's what happened. It really did. Yeah. And, I jump in there, and I'm like, oh, hell no, get up. We get him out of there, and these guys stand up like, what the fuck, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, dude. You don't want none. And this guy fucking double legs me, and he's trying to run me. In, we're in an alley. We're in, we are in the alley of downtown. It's like Gotham City. It's yeah. like super black and shit. Really like, I mean, dark, no light. Smoke is coming up. Oh, yeah, out of the, out of the sewage. Yeah. <laughs> it was... I like that. I like that. And uh, the man, we are out of the man manholes or whatever. Yeah. So the guy's fucking trying to do, like take me down, like double leg me, run me down. And I couldn't even tell you if he was white, black, Mexican, whatever. I don't give a fuck. I just remember I grabbed. I was he, <laughs> and I grabbed his head, and I pick him up while he's trying to double leg me. I said, "You ain't gonna take me down." It was pretty much like me uh, when on Friday scene. You ain't gonna take me down, baby D. You know what I mean? Like you're not gonna catch me. And I fucking just started fucking. I socked him a couple times. I brought him up. I clipped him hard. No, you hit him with an elbow when he <laughs> fell into the trash can into the stop, dumpster. Stop it! Stop okay, it! Sorry. Cape Crusader. Okay, you were from a distance. Okay. <laughs> so I hit this motherfucker right. And he stops and he sees and he's he's out, right? He's over and I look over and another dude comes after me. I hit him, boom, smoked him, right? And he goes down. Well, this other guy, Kyle, I look back and Kyle has this dude stood up. And Kyle drops the biggest fucking elbow on this dude's fucking face. (laughs) And he looked like Jenga. Timber just going down in the pothole, right? In In this mud watery fucking deal and i was like fuck yeah dude and there was three of them and they were done what here comes brian (laughs) well i'm worried about my fucking job (laughs) (laughs) because you know he's coming across you know the cops are coming listen we can hear the cop sirens coming wow 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 and brian's coming across like he's clark (laughs) (laughs) like he's clark kid (laughs) Fucking boom, running across the alley, coming to us like the the damage is done. <laughs> we're looking at Brian and Kyle, and Kyle is probably where you were at, Cody, and I'm over here, and we're watching Brian come, and he just goes boom and just hits a li- landmine. <laughs> Dude, I fucking hit a pothole, broke my ankle, <laughs> broke my ankle. So now we're taking our boy out. <laughs> Dude, who didn't even fight? <laughs> Dude, is the cops are coming? Like we're like, come on, dude, get the fuck out! And he's like, my shit's fucked. But he hit it hard, right? And we're like, what the fuck? So we get we get him in the car or whatever. We all just split up. I I remember I left. I ran because that's what I do. You know what I mean? I was gone. The cops were coming. Cops were coming. I didn't want to. I knew these motherfucking white boys were gonna be okay, but my brown ass was gone. You know. <laughs> I get text messages of Kyle and Brian there at the ER. That <laughs> shit was broke. <laughs> His fucking ankle looked like the elevator man. 
It was as big as a grapefruit. The guy that never took one punch <laughs> or got in any fight, he got the worst fucking deal of the whole deal. Fucking saved your life, though. <laughs> that fucking fucking story will always stick with me, dude. I swear to God, that was the funniest shit ever. I mean, it was funny now because oh, at the time, sure. I was like, oh, man, his ankle's fucked. Because how are you going to work now, dude? How are you going to go to on, work? On the desk for like six weeks. Back. Oh, that was horrible, huh? Oh, terrible. 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 I and saved, you, I saved your life. So, how'd, <laughs> yeah, he saved my life. Yeah, I mean, he, I heard that. That's a a, that's the way I tell people. Yeah, I mean, he did. He saved our life. But how, what did you have to tell the PD? What'd you do? Play basketball? I don't even remember, dude. I don't either. I, I don't, don't know. What, I was like, dude, you better come up with a good story. <laughs> Fucking doing something because yeah, slip with the fall uh, in the store or something, dude. Cause you were fucked, dude. Well, I go, I go get in a fight and get caught doing that shit. You get fired. Yeah, I know. Well, you, so you weren't in a fight. <laughs> there was no that's, fight. That's, let's that's, let's just get this straight down. There was no fight. There was a couple guys grabbing us, and then they hit the ground. <laughs> there was no. I never got hit in the face <laughs> one time. Kyle, I don't know. I don't believe Kyle got hit Kyle in the face one time. Hit. I just know those motherfuckers hit the ground hard and. They might have drowned in in the puddles. I don't know, but in Gotham you know, City, you know how Gotham is. But either way, I was like, that, that was fucking the the best thing ever. But I just I loved it that he was willing to come in and help us. You know, Same I was like, day. I was like, man, pull out your badge, say hey. something, dude. Gave us a good story though. Huh? Oh, it gave us a great story. Uh, that wouldn't have been a cool story if it was nobody remember you fucking fighting downtown. That was every weekend uh, for you. Yeah, I was. I did fight a lot. I did fight a lot. I tell you the one time that scared me the most though. I don't remember what it was, but it was a time that I went to alley, maybe a garage. <laughs> I don't know downtown, and I whipped my dick out, and I've had a piece so bad, and I got zip tied. Stop. Yeah, and I got zip tied, and I got thrown in the curb, and my little dick was hanging out still. And I was like, "Yeah, man, can you stuck this bitch back in?" He goes, "You realize what I can get you for?" And I was like, "No, man, pissing in public. I'm sorry, dude." He's like, "You could be a pedophile." And then my drunk ass got sober real fast. Was it a cop? Yeah. Oh, really? And he goes, "You could be a pedophile," and I was like. Well, what makes you? You're the one that grabbed me while I was in the middle of pissing and threw me down. <laughs> I think he kind of laughed about that, right? And I said, come on, dude. I just, I'm drunk, man. I was peeing. I've been in the bar all day drinking beer. I'm sorry, man. I, uh, My bad. I'm a good guy. I'm not a bad guy. And he goes, get your ass out of here. He unzip tied me. And I will never forget that guy. Really? I couldn't. I could ever remember his name, but I know his face. If I saw it, Damn. swear to God. But that scared the fuck out of me, dude. That's when I realized you cannot piss in public <laughs> ever, especially yeah. with that little dick. And that's why I moved out here. <laughs> and me and you can both piss out here with little dicks. <laughs> oh fuck! All right, B. All right. Uh, we 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 need to do another one with uh, the crew back. And we'll tell some stories because, man, I'm going to tell you right now, it is going to be, we, we left some good stories out for another date, but um, I will tell you this. I enjoy your friendship. I'm glad you came out. I'm happy for you. Appreciate it. So 
Well, let me say something real quick. Okay. Think about this. Remember how I said you make really good friends joining a gym like that? Like joining an MMA gym or something like that? Mm-hmm. How did I meet Drew? Through you. Through me. And 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 look, I mean that's that's what's crazy is everything like comes full circle. You know what I'm saying? Well, it is. I mean, it, it's the same thing though, dude. Man, like people surround you. You if you surround yourself, and this is a perfect example of honestly of what, like what I have developed around my circle. Man, all my people that's been around me, I I cannot, um, I cannot say not one of my people that I've like really cared for really took in have not been successful i mean and successful is like what you make of it right whatever like me and cody are stuck in my shop (laughs) making minimal dollars right like hey that's successful right it is good we're we're happy you're doing it we get pizza paul murphy's um but it is what it is but i will say this the crew that you guys got to realize like some of the people that left the state of Colorado working with um, correctionals, like my boy Kyle, like, you know, they had great jobs, great state jobs and doing it, but it just got to a point where it was fucking crazy because the rules of it all changed. And, and when it comes down to a job of making money and putting your, where you're at, if you're going to get in trouble, sued, even killed. I'm I'm stepping away, man. My family is way more important than that. My life, you know what I mean. Like even even if I didn't have a family, I'd have been like I'm gone. I'm out. I'm gonna go chase some pussy. You know what I mean? I mean, keep it real, dog. Or Cody's way. I'm gonna go chase some dick. Either way, <laughs> we all love each other. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's why he's That's way not- over there. <laughs> um. But <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, it, it, it's so real just to uh, take care of, you know, when you meet some people, you're like, I will I will take my shirt off. To, and I always will do this. Like, um, I, will, I, I don't know. I don't get everything, but I when I get stuff, I try to share it. Absolutely. I try to do everything for everybody because I wouldn't, I'm not me. I'm not just... Um, None of this happens just because of me. I've had people help me, dude. Numerous people help me. This is all because of I've had great people help me. I've had great guests come in on this bitch. I, uh, you know what I mean? Like everybody. I mean, like right now, like Tomas is gone, and Wendell's like, man, I'm gonna, I'll come in and help you. I was like, I want to put your ass to work. He's like, cool, let's do it. I want to take pictures. He, he was like, you know, this guy's my neighbor. You know what I mean? Like he didn't have to do any of this. And he's just. Likes to do it, you know what I mean? Like, um, he wants to help out, make shit better for me. He made all this better for me. Um, like, it's just weird. Like, you surround yourself, you attract people to people that are fucking good, and you take care of that. Because I'm going to tell you right now, people like like Wendell, Cody, you, uh, my your circle, my circle, his circle, like, everybody has their circle of friends. And uh, all I say is take care of them because – they're not easy to find anymore. Nope. And that's that's why my circle, just like you said, it's gotten smaller. It is. And it's literally. It is I, sad, I, though, a little I, bit, I, right? Yeah, kind of. It not is. really. I mean, I, I, I have the same group of six or eight friends that I've had for the last 
10 or 12 years and if they're the only six or eight guys that I talk to. For I, saw, I saw that picture when you guys were in Vegas and I was so happy to see Skurve, mm-hmm. you, and uh, Blair. Blair in that. And I was like, dude, that's cool. And with the wives. But and, the thing is, you've been out there with all Oh, yeah, us. numerous like, times, yeah. Yeah, no, no, I've I been out there numerous times and I've been there. And it's just like, uh, it, it's just cool because you, you see that, that foundation of like people just still like you know that they're, they're the ones that are going to be there for you like they're the ones that hey if i die you motherfuckers are going to take me to my grave right right i want you guys there to celebrate my life not more me fucking celebrate because we did some cool ass shit and tell some of these stories yeah because i can't get in trouble for you me. know what i mean like i'm done like hey tell them Tell, tell them how cool I was. I had all the bitches up in this bitch. You know what I mean? Breaking my ankle and everything. <laughs> but, yeah. So, anyway, yeah. I mean, honestly, I, I just say um, friendship, man. It's 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 uh, it's a rare thing nowadays. And that's why, like, it's so weird. Like, I, you know, Eva is in uh, second grade, and she has, like, this group of friends. And she wants to do this and that. And... You know, me growing up, my mom and dad never really let me do a lot of, like, go over to my friend's house after school, do this and that. And I I kind of hated that, right? Not that I was going to do something bad, but I knew where they were at. Like, they were just like, hey, get your ass home, do your work, and get. it was all good, right? Well, Eva asked me, like, hey, can I go and do this and that? And they had a project and this and that. I was like, Kalina, I'll take her. Because I knew how much it mean for her to go. Yeah. Because I I had to tell you my didn't. friends I didn't be able to do that. You know what I mean? But it's nothing against that. Maybe I'm wrong for doing that. I don't know. But it is. It is trial and error. But I'm just trying to do what's... Uh, whoever comes out with the best book of parenting will make a fortune. Never happen. It won't happen. Never happen. Because there's no book that no can do that. No instruction guide, bud. There is none. It's just, you. I, I don't know. I don't even know what it is. Uh, it's not brains because I don't have brains. It's uh, whatever you feel inside the heart is like what you got to do. Yep. Period. And you always want to do what's best for them, not I, best for yourself. Yeah. I always just try to be like better than what. I had, and I had a great childhood. Yep. That's the way I look at it. I, I mean, I didn't have everything, but I just tried to do more and give everything that I didn't have that I wanted to have, and I was like, eh, I don't want to spoil my kid, but guess what happens? You spoil your fucking kid. Maybe we're the problem. Fuck. I, I know I'm the problem. I better win the lottery so they can have some money, though. But what back going back to what you were saying, though, you got a group of um, tight buddies. Let them know how much I mean to you, man, because good friendship is. <laughs> and, and granted, is, dude, we ain't getting any younger. By. Nope. And we ain't getting any younger. Nope. Um, I will say this, man. I called both my parents today and just to bullshit with them just because time is the, the, the factor of everything. Time. I hate time. Yep. And. You know, you know, us doing this podcast, we're taking time away from our family right now and doing this. Everybody that's here is taking time away from whatever they can do. Um, I I just appreciate it because 
if anything, I just want people to realize that's listening to this and like, you know, they, you know, people like, Hey man, I appreciate your podcast. I appreciate, I look up to you, this and that. And thank you for being real. Well, this is as real as I can get right now. Is it like, don't take time for granted. If you want to do something, go do it and do not hesitate to tell your friend, thank you. Or, Hey, let's go do something. Yep. Or that might be your wife or that might be your kids or whatever. Go do it because God damn it, dude. Time is something that we have no control of. You'll never look back and say, I wish I would have spent less time with my kids or less time with my parents or yep. less time with whoever, my friends. Yep. You always want more time. Yep. Want more time with your kids, want more time with your parents, want more time with your siblings, want more time in that pussy. <laughs> I mean, really. I mean, shit. How many times do you ever say that? A lot? Okay. On that note, on that real pussy talk, you got to jerk off before you go get it, dog. You know what I mean? Gotta clean the pipes. Gotta clean them, bro, if you want to be a laster. Uh, Brian, what can they find you at? They want to fucking follow you on the IG. Oh, Mile High Maniac 303. Oh, shit. And you got it. So, um, you have a wife. I do have a that, wife. <laughs> yeah, you do. And she's a real female. A real one. As far as I know. Yeah, she does. And she fine. She fine. She's, yeah, I mean, I outkicked my coverage for sure. <laughs> we all do. Yeah. We all did. Uh, tell me a little bit about her, though. Like, she is into the whole CrossFit deal. And, you know, my philosophy is CrossFit the fuck off. But... There's a purpose for it, and I love it. It's just not my game, but it is a lot of people's game, and I love it because it motivates people, and she is all into it. Oh, man, and she's a level one CrossFit instructor. She is a coach at a gym. Um, like I said, she was she put up with me for 10 years while we were together being a cop. She's an amazing, amazing lady. Well, when you say that, she, she I'm, I probably should have had her in there and say, give her her spill, but... I will say this. She started from the bottom, and she went up to where she's at now. And I will say, guys, what is her handle? Fit Mama G. You know it. That's it. It is it. Because I, I was thinking it. It is that. Fit Mama G. Uh, she does all kinds of... She has supplements. She does it all. Like She really... Let's have her on next. I know. She really is. She's a motivated speaker. Just don't tell any stories. Uh, Ugh. Ugh. She might fall in love with me, though. She already loves you, dude. Oh, I don't know about that. But anyways, I really say check her out because if you're looking to get in something, if you're in the Denver area, um, check these guys out. Like, these guys are my people. Um, let's, let, let's tell people real quick where can they find you in your job now where... Um, you left the PD, and now you are in the HVAC business. Yep. And you're slanging. Hell yeah. But you are actually in demand of what people need. Oh, yeah, for sure. It's stupid. I mean, everybody needs HVAC. Can't well, live without heat, can't live without cool, bud. I mean, I do up here in the mountains. <laughs> you don't live without heat. 
Firewood, dog. Firewood. You still got to get somebody to cut that shit for you. Because I know it's my old man. It ain't you, but We helped. He almost took out my power line, but hey, either way. My dad was up here two weekends cutting wood for you, motherfucker. I was like, get your ass to work, dog. You ain't retired. Uh, do you enjoy it? Oh, I love it, man. What's the company? Uh, Swan. Swan Heating and Plumbing. All right. I'm going to get and you guys all on. Get Drew, us all on. you, Lopez. I love it. All right, we out. Hey, guys. I wanted to hop on here and give you guys a big shout-out and say thank you for all your support. Um, do me a favor. Check out that Bullhorn app. Give us a subscribe on that app. Um, man, you guys can watch us live right from your phone. Call in. Ask Cody questions all from the app. So check it out. Um uh, and make sure you guys give us a follow on the IG at GU underscore unfiltered underscore and at Gladiators Unleashed. And if you're a patron, love you. <laughs>